What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new episode coming right at you, real quick. Just a moment of your time. A word from our sponsors, the fine folks that keep me in alcohol and bring this show to you week after week after week after week after week after week. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the video versions of It Now We Drink that are available now on Vimeo at anwd.net slash videos. Once again, that is anwd.net slash videos. Check out all the madness. I'm updating them as fast as I can. It's a little slow going. I'm a little behind. Sorry about that, but check them out. They're a lot of fun. And we are also brought to you this week by our friends at Gamefly. Gamefly.com has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii, 3DS, as well as old school systems. As a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much and you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low-use price. There are never any due dates or late fees. Drinking buddies, games are really pricey. Before you drop your hard-earned coin, get them from Gamefly, make sure you love them, and if you want to keep it, boom, just keep it. Buy it with the low-use price from Gamefly. So sign up today for a premium 30-day trial for free. One game out. Ship directly to you with a pre-adjust envelope for easy returns, no contracts. Cancel anytime. Go to www.gameflyoffer.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.gameflyoffer.com slash ANWD. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is a record of the month club, the best damn record of the month club. In fact, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to modern vinyl collection and sends it out to its members worldwide every month each record is pressed exclusively for vinyl me please as features you can't get anywhere else things like bonus tracks inserts color variants and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing recipe can't beat it rad exclusive vinyl awesome art and you know my second favorite part rad new cocktails and vinyl me please isn't like record of the month clubs of old it's month-to-month, no strings attached. Cancel anytime. So you should check it out now at www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Last but not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on iOS, soon to be the number one comedy podcast app on Android. That's right. It's available for Google Play. For all my Android friends that have been waiting years at this point for this fucking app, it's available. Finally, you can join us with the best podcast app out there. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite podcast, you can subscribe to your favorite podcasters, comedians, and other personalities. Whenever they make an appearance on a podcast, boom, right there in your subscription feed. It's a great way to discover new shows that you may love. On top of that, Laughable makes recommendations in app every day the app is 100 free so go to the app store go to the google play store download laughable today and find funny our guest this week is adult performer steph gamble we talk about all sorts of shit we talk about his rap career his porn career his addiction this was a super fun episode we had a fucking blast so sit back pop a cold one and enjoy drinking buddies
of that so we can actually get this motherfucker rolling. Let's do it. Seth, what the fuck's going on, man? Welcome to the humble abode. Oh, man, it's nice. I like it. I like the movies. All the movie posters. I'm digging that. We were actually just talking movies off fucking air. Yeah, we were. Fucking, uh, what are you drinking there? What is that? Tonight we were drinking Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare. Fuck, man. I never drank that. That sounds like a problem for me because I don't like having experiences I didn't have. So, yeah, I'm not enabling you. Like, <laughs> I caught, I caught yo, enough shit for yo, like. Yeah, yo, you. I I heard the Xander one. I I know you enable as fuck. But oh, he, I really do. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't go for it. I give him credit. I caught good. so much shit for that. Like, really, the recovering alcoholic. You're gonna just keep me like. You sure you don't want to drink? Yeah. You sure no. you don't want to drink? Yeah. You don't. You don't want me to drink, man. I got videos on my phone that'll just uh, scare anybody. I actually go to bars sometimes when I'm with people and they're like, "Come on, man, have a drink." And I have like one video of me on a um, like. So it was like an all-night affair. I was on, you know, everything you can imagine. And I ended up like at probably 9 o'clock in the morning laying on a floaty, um, like just like completely inebriated. And um, so my friend's like, you're not supposed to just lay there. And, and so like I go to try to swim and I'm so fucked up that I start doing this upward in the pool. And I'm like, like just tweaking out and shit, just doing this in the pool, and she's like, "What the fuck?" It, it was it's pretty horrifying for the audio audience. He was not swimming. No, I, I was not. I was not. <laughs> I, I was. My hands were upward trying to swim. So usually you paddle down to get the water to move, or you to move in the water. It didn't work out. Yeah, like that motion was like him trying to drown himself. Yes, yes, that was exactly <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> and thankfully, he didn't succeed. This would be a really boring podcast if I just had his corpse here. Oh, no, it would ter- be terrible. I mean, shit. I mean, I don't know, man. I might be weird in the dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, it could be, but I'd have a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, like, it would be. If I just showed up here, like, you know. Especially if that happened years ago, like your corpse is just sitting in my living room for a couple of years. Just hanging out. Drowned, bloated, fucking. Just like out, like with that leg cross holding a whiskey with a pinky out, just like all like it's tea. Yeah. Just fucked up. That'd be super fucked up. I know. Especially if you've been nominated for a couple of awards since then, so. Yeah, man. I've won, you know, I won a couple since then, which is pretty cool, man. I. Fuck. Sobriety has helped things. Oh, well, at least that works for one of us. <laughs> oh, shit. Let me see that shit. Let me see it. I'm not going to drink it. I got to see it, though. Let me see. Eagle Rare. It's a Sazerac Kentucky product. Straight. Oh, yeah. That's a. Uh, I would have definitely gone for some of that. It's good shit. Yeah. It smells like it. I tend to drink. Fairly decent alcohols. I, I mean, that's. I mean, that's the. You gotta at least drink the decent stuff. I mean, I never discriminated, but I, I did try my best to go for the good stuff. I. Well, I mean, if it's a choice between going stone cold sober and not drinking anything, and like, here's a real whiskey, I'll be like, oh, thank you for the real whiskey, and yeah. down it goes. I was a big fan of the eighteen year Jameson. That was my joint. That's good stuff. Yeah, that was good it was, stuff. It's it had a nice little taste to it. Lafroy too was good. Oh, there's a bottle of that on the bar. I, I see that. That shit is uh, that shit's legit. It's, it's, it's kind of smoky, you know what I mean? It's got that smoky flavor. Yeah, I and that will be on the bar for a very long time because I don't drink scotch. Okay, I'm not right. a scotch. More drinker. whiskey guy. I'm a I'm a I bourbon. I'm bourbon rye, and yeah. So that bottle is was purchased for Anna Deville, and then a couple people have hit it since then. But nice, nice, yeah. That's yeah, a good shit. I've had that bottle a couple times, <laughs> a couple hundred times. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh man! So what's what's up in your world, man? Shit, you know you're kind of in it at the moment. This That's is, awesome. This is kind of what uh, my world is. This is a fun world. I like it. Drinking, doing this bullshit, but 
Yeah, the audience hears all my bullshit all the time. Nothing really new report. I think recently I've been fucking someone I probably shouldn't be fucking, and I think she may have listened to a previous episode and figured out I was talking about her because I haven't heard from her recently. Well, isn't that usually like the best? Because it's like this, you know, you can't have it, but you shouldn't be doing it, and it's kind of like, you know, I mean. It's just, it was repeat business with someone like that I'd already called it off with, and like, did you already, were you in the middle of fucking her and being like, I should not be doing this right now. And you, yeah. but it feels so fucking good. Yeah. And yeah, it's that's a fun one. Super convenient because <laughs> she just comes over and watches movies and bangs. Oh man. God. Yeah. I got one of those right now. I got a girl that, uh, pretty awesome girl. She likes to pretty much do the same chill, bang, watch movies. It's definitely my forte. It's crazy. Like younger years, it was like, no, I want someone who goes out and goes and, sees the fucking world and does crazy shit now it's just like no i I legit just want to kick back and watch a movie with you and you know bang it out too much work to do all that now it's like back i mean back in the day it was just like i don't know it was just a different scene you know what i mean i I think that was another thing like when i when i quit drinking and the scene kind of changed like it's just the crews were different the people we hung out were different just like you know it's just different it's a lot younger crowd you know what i mean I mean, me and me and me and what me and Xander were like the youngest, you know. It's like everybody we were hanging out with were, you know, we were hanging out with Dave and Barrett and those guys, and it was just, it was fun. It was like the rock star shit. Remember Steel Panther? We'd go to that shit like every week. Every and they were week. doing their fucking residency. Yes, yeah. No, when they were in fucking the, the House of Blues for that, I think they closed that thing down, right? It's a the hotel's almost completely done where it was standing. No shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Like the frames there. There's shit going up. It's like. Holy fuck, that was fast. Yeah, man. They they definitely I wish they'd do that with the, the streets in the valley. You know? It's <laughs> not enough money. <laughs> not enough money in where you're at. Chatsworth doesn't get a makeover. Because yeah. there's just porn money there. There's not real money. Yeah, that's why I moved to the beach. I live by I live by the beach now. I moved out to the west side. Wait a minute, I dragged you out from the west side? Oh, I feel bad now. No, I actually came from the valley. It was crazy. I did uh I had to do a scene in the morning and then I got done at one, got a text at like about one thirty, like hey we need a we need someone to cover and you know and i went and did another scene just off the off you know just happened kind of hey. can't complain man i definitely right. love it you're actively working yes it's it's pretty amazing there's I, plenty of talent that is not so i know i'm i'm super grateful and uh you know man i just busted my ass you know trying to do i go to work every day trying to be my best where that wasn't always the case <laughs> i was just trying to get it done <laughs> I think that's uh, you know the kind of shows, but it was always it it's always it's always cool, man. I, I can't ask for a better profession, and especially like you said, one uh, someone who's getting to work as much as I do, it's it's uh, it's pretty dope because it's it's not easy. I don't think being male talent is a uh, is a uh, is something that I, I think people have a misconception about easy they think it is. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. And I've talked about this on air a bunch of times. I've never wanted your fucking job, mm. not once. And I know what goes into it. And that's part of the reason I don't want the fucking job. I've never wanted it. I don't think I could do it even if I did want it. <laughs> I, I've said this many times too. I like to choose who I fuck. I often make bad choices, but I like to make that choice. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a cool thing. You know, I, I kind of get it. You know, it's like speed dating for me. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, that's it. But you're fucking them. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a, it's you don't get to learn shit about them at all. No, no. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you do or you don't want to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Or am I? I don't know. Now, there's obviously <laughs> people you work with where it's like, if this wasn't a paid gig, I wouldn't be inside you. Uh, I'm, I'm not asking you to name names. Don't worry. No, no. But, uh, you know, honestly, most of the time, it's, it's a pretty good deal. I, I will say. It's just I'm, I'm a lucky person that it seems to... It seemed to be like when I first started doing it, I was like, wow, this is something I can do. I think there are some people that just don't get it. They keep trying and trying and trying. And it's just they want it to be for them. And it just it just ends up not being for them. No, you've you got to be fucking wired. Or, like fucked up. Yeah. I'm a fucked up wired person. Hey, go fuck that brick wall for me real I'm, quick. I could. Exactly. As long as you could hold it still. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, as long as you can sign a fucking 2257 <laughs> and it'll hold still, you'd fuck that brick wall. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's kind of how it goes. <laughs> and i couldn't do that job i've been in like noisy fucking environments trying to have sex i'm fucking pushing rope for a little while yeah i like to call it ringing out wet socks it's like the, <laughs> the, 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 like, <laughs> that's what i say when i say yeah you're just ringing out wet socks man you know and for fuck's sake i was in a private room there was just you know people like paper thin wall away and i could hear everybody and i was pushing rope let alone having fucking a sound guy or a camera guy leaning on you. I think you just become like, after time, you become a little bit like numb to it. It's just not even a thing anymore. You well, know? I'm sure. But to get to that point, to be successful to that point, you still got to be fucked in the head. No, totally, totally. You just got to be okay with everything. It's just like, it, it's, it's amazing to me because, you know, as you know, I'm sure as every, a lot of people know, it's, it's not easy for um, adult actors to end up becoming real actors in real movies, you know? And they think about it, it's like, do you know how many times a, you know, a female actress in porn or a male actor in porn have had to work with someone maybe they didn't connect with too much, and then they made it look like the most you know, passionate sex scene on the planet? Like, I don't know. I think that's some real acting right there. No, it really is. You know, like that's, I, don't think most, I don't even think some mainstream actors probably could pull some shit off like no. that. No. So. It would take multiple takes, and they'd be cracking up. Yeah, they have that option. We we could get. I mean, what they can shoot and the money they have to shoot, they can they can take all the time in the world they want. I mean, we usually have like a location deadline. We got a couple days to shoot the thing. We got a budget that's probably minuscule, like my, mis, microscopic compared to what a mainstream movie would get. Oh, definitely. You know, so it's 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 actually you know it's a little more. It's more like a soap opera kind of deal. You know, they have to do it every single day, and they got to learn the script like day before. It's like the same kind of. Oh, shit. Last time I was on set, I was playing someone's fucking father, and Joanna had changed the lines on me since, like, <laughs> I got my script the night before. I am flubbing my lines, and the girl playing my daughter is just getting angrier and angrier at me. I'm just like, this is not making it easier for me to get this shit right. <laughs> it doesn't. You got to be comfortable, and, and, you know, that's the really, I think that's really the key. It's like just being comfortable and calm. If you keep feeling pressure, you're going to just fucking fuck up, you know? I'd just take a minute to get warmed up. Like You got to. Because I am not in front of the camera all the fucking time except counting this. But, like, really, like, playing someone else, even if it's something silly like playing someone's fucking father. I'm not in front of a camera all the time. So it takes me a minute to be like, okay, this is my line. This is this is my motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, who? what, what is my purpose here? Yeah. What is my purpose here? What? Who what? am I? Am I introvert or am I extrovert? I, I, don't, I don't know. What is this? Am I... Uh, you know, how long have I been her father, my stepfather? Like, what's happening right now? You know, right. I'm just trying to get into it. Trying to get into my character. My name's Steve. Like, <laughs> my lines change. Fuck. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's cool, man. Yeah, but man. if I was on a mainstream set, I don't think anyone would have given me the ration of shit. 
No, I think it's different. You know, when they hire you, it's like they they want to look for the take. But you know, especially like you like you said, Joanna. Joanna's really good about that. You know, she's always been a really good director to work for. So yeah, now Quasar versus like I know how you work, Matt. You'll be fine. Just fucking get it get it going. Yeah, man. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get the groove on. You know? Well, because the same thing with Jews Love Black Hawk. It took a bunch of takes for me to get that shit. That down. looked fucking hilarious, man. Especially as a fellow Jew, it looked fucking great. I'm a Jew, so it definitely it it, it definitely was hilarious. I love seeing shit like that. Hey, I'm happy we won best comedy, and I'm happy Showtime edited around me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you in the audience when I actually was on stage? I, I was. Oh, yeah. It was God fucking great. Damn. It was made great. such a fucking ass of myself. Oh man, it was hilarious. Come on, come on, man. You know what are they? I, you know, one of my favorite expressions is, "I'd rather be weird than normal." I would have just preferred that I actually had something coherent and funny instead of just like, yeah. That I, I I don't know. I think that I think it fit a person. Maybe if you would have been like Lachaim. Well, I did say Shalom AVN. Yeah, but, there you go. You got it. That's what you needed to do. I did. Yes. But the the, the audience has heard this story a bunch of time. I was expecting the rest of the cast to walk up on stage and I was going to stand in back. Yeah. And then they hand me the fucking award and Abella doesn't get up. Oh shit. Showtime didn't have that in where I'm looking at Abella in the front row like, are you not coming up here? <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, it's just me. I guess I'm just, I'm the Jew that loves black cock now. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter's a whore. Uh. <laughs> That's awesome, man. But in real movies, we're going to put this out there real quick. Real quick. Audience, audience, audience. Endgame spoilers happening right fucking now because we were talking about this very briefly off air, and I want to get into it because I just fucking saw it not too long ago. Yes, and I just saw it last night. So, endgame spoilers are fucking happening. Um, I have no idea when it'll be safe again to tune back in. If you haven't seen Endgame by now, if you haven't seen Endgame by now, fucking see it. By the time this airs, it will have been out for a couple weeks. Just go fucking see it. Yes. What we were discussing off air is, I am of the opinion... With the rare exception, major studios don't fucking make quality films anymore. I, I, I kind of agree with that. I can kind of agree with that. I think that, I think there are a couple though. Like, did you see the Green Book? I did not. Yeah, it was actually a very good film. Um, I just think that uh, with mainstream films not making, um, you know, these films that you know we want to see, is, or you know, the viewer who have the same taste as us would be, you know. Like, a, I don't know, like, what was it? Some, like, the Goodfellas or some big, broad movie. I think that the fact is, is uh, they're just, they're focusing on the bigger, you know, comic book stuff or the, well, it, the, the it, Disney movies and all that shit because it's what sells to a broader audience. I, well, I think they don't want to take risks on things that are not established IP. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why they're remaking all this stuff. Right, because it's know? established IP. Dumbo, Dumbo, fucking, goddamn Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. That was the first video game I ever had as a kid. And I just don't know how to feel about watching the movie. And it could be decent. No, the trailer looks fucking Isn't horrible. Isn't Jim Carrey playing fucking... Robotnik, yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be interesting. That part looks interesting. Yeah. Jim Carrey doing comedy again. Anything with Jim Carrey is is good on, good in my book. I, I love Jim Carrey, so I'm a fan. What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? I'd probably have to say The Mask. The Mask was my jam. But I, I also, you know, come on, I get pet... I mean, Man on the Moon was fucking amazing. You, you had, uh, shit, uh, the fuck's that name? That fucking movie. Uh, 
Truman Show. I like the Truman Show. He was really, he's just a great actor. Like, they don't give him enough credit. You know, I really. Well, because he was so that. fucking zany for the beginning yeah. of his career. Yeah. Yeah, man. You have The Mask, yeah. you have Liar Liar, you have You, Me, and Irene. Yeah. Me, it, myself, and Irene. That I was Me, it. Myself, and Irene. Yeah. That was actually fucking hilarious, too. But I, you know, when it comes to him, it was like always when I was, when I was younger, it was always him and Robin Williams were my guys with comedy with. Robin Williams was insane. I think about, you know, Real acting, you got you got Robin Williams doing one hour photo. That shit was like creepy as fuck. I saw it in theaters. It was creepy as fuck, man. Oh yeah, it was. Oh man. Or the Fisher King. Oh my god. Fucking full frontal nude in the Fisher King. Robin yeah. fucking Williams. Oh. That was a sight I could have done without. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of genitals you've seen in your lifetime and Robin Williams' genitals yeah, are the one that yeah. offends you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It well. did it. It did it for me. It, just, it was just like I didn't know what to do at that point. I was just over it. Like, I'm just kidding. That was one too many dicks. Like, yeah, it, just just seen a lot of dicks. It's Robin Williams dick. It's like you know he's already funny. It's like then I laughed harder. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, like we were talking about because we also you know we went into talking about Avengers Endgame is what we were gonna talk about spoiler wise. Yeah, tangents happen on this motherfucker. Mm. I uh, I really really liked the movie. Oh, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. it I am man enough to admit that it brought fucking tears to my eyes in a couple scenes. Me too. The, they fucking scored that movie so goddamn well. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the score that just punches home the emotions at points. Oh, everything. And you, you felt every emotion. You felt like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, that's cool. And you see the Hulk is like the mixed Hulk. You know what I mean? He's Professor like, Hulk. Yeah, Professor Hulk. And his, he's hilarious. Like, I mean, they did everything to a T in that movie. It was like you got everything you wanted out of a movie. You know I did I mean? have beef with one thing. What, what was that? The girl power shit. You didn't like that? Here's why. Here's why. I fully believe every one of those characters has their place in the Avengers movies. Uh-huh. But it's bullshit to treat them separate but equal. They should have just been alongside the rest of the teams fighting. Not the girl team montage to go save the day. You're like, oh, hey, girls are cool too. No, not girls are part of this team. Girls are equals to the male Avengers. No, we got to separate them out and... Let them shine on their own. Not that they're equals. The separate but equal bullshit. Do you think it was just like you know the it's stu- pandering the studio like being like, look, here's a here's a woman's yeah, that's thing. exactly what it was. Yeah, it was I could see girl power I see pandering. That. I could see that. I, I I really do believe that. Like we're in a time though. It's like you know what I mean. They're trying to over. I think yeah. There's a little overcompensation for you know some mistakes that have been made in history. I agree. You know. But there's better ways to handle stuff than blatantly pandering. I, I think mo- a lot, I think people are having a hard time figuring out how to do that. True, <laughs> yeah. true. But I agree. I I, I think yeah. I did, that part was like. But there also it also gave me like, I when I saw that moment, it actually that kind of got me a little emotional because I was just like, I see it, and, and you don't just see it in movies. I mean, like, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I love WWE. I've been loved it since I was a kid, and I still keep up with it. And you know, like. Women, the Becky Lynch is like the biggest fucking star now in WWE, you know, and not as like a woman. She's just the star. She's the man. She's the man, you know, and that's that's the first time I've ever said that I want to have sex with the man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I mean, you see it everywhere, and it's it's fucking amazing. I, I'm really I'm really stoked on it, you know, especially being in a business that has always been you know gauged about the women, and and it's cool to see that have you know, and even in my even in my job, I mean. 
there's so many amazing women directors now. You know, when it was funny because women's always in stars, but there's always been more of a you know plethora of male directors. But now it's getting to that point, which it's awesome. I you know I I I have the utmost respect for women, so it's really cool to see it. But yeah, I can see that being a little overcompensation, and definitely in the movie was right. The scene would have worked perfectly well. It was like they were just in the mix. Just mix them in in one part. Right. right? Just make them part of the fucking Avengers, not make them the separate girl squad. It's like, it feels forced when you have Black Panther's sister, who's in every other movie, we've just been all about behind the scenes tech nerd, frontline fighting. Yeah. 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 Right. It's like, it's so crazy. It's like, um, but that scene in general, when it first started and like, you see everybody come out. You just like felt chills go down. Oh no! Spine, and man. believe me, I was just in like, in the yeah. moment. I just felt it was a little pandering. It was not until like I was out of the theater, really thinking about the movie. Where I'm like, that was really pandering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I I actually enjoyed. I actually enjoyed how long it was. Surprisingly, I didn't think I was. I was like, it was an hour done. I was like, looked at my phone. I was like, oh shit, there's still two hours to go. Of this shit. The three hours flew by for me. I know it was fucking great. It was so good. And I just, I love fucking drunk Thor. I just fucking love Lebowski drunk. Thor was good. Uh, it was so good. It was so good. I just, I so related. <laughs> like, uh, I haven't shaved in a month or a year. Just fucking looking like a train wreck. Right. <laughs> it's just amazing. It was uh, amazing. So good. Mm. So fucking good. Mm. Honestly, my only other beefs with the film come from the resolution at the end with Cap. You didn't like that? Oh, no. I felt it was a fitting send-off for Cap. Oh, yeah. From a makes sense plot-wise. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't put the Space Stone properly back because it's no longer a big cube. Mm-hmm. You can't put the Reality Stone back because it's no longer goo inside Natalie Portman. Yeah. And how are you going to put the Soul Stone back? Just hand it to Red Skull? Captain America's just going to hand it to Red Skull. Here, you can just have this. Yeah. Hi, mortal enemy. What the fuck are you doing in space? Yeah. Here's an infinity gem. Yeah. How's that going down? No. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, it's a Marvel universe. Who I knows? Know. I know. I'm just, I'm nitpicking. No, no. I, yo, you're absolutely right. Logically speaking, how the fuck does that happen? Yeah. I, I don't disagree. Like, hi, Cap. Red, red motherfucking skull. Really? Yeah, I've, been, I've been your arch en- enemy for uh, how long? Yeah. You've been dead 75 years, I thought. Yeah. He comes back looking like fucking old ass Paul Newman, Robert Redford mix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, but I get it because he's you know he's no longer like he signed off from the whole Marvel thing, so it was a way to get him off the thing. And- no, it was a proper setting and like a good ending for Cap's story. It's just that part of him returning the stones was like what? No, what? yeah, he just came and then all of a sudden like he's just sitting there. <laughs> Well, the writers have since said that he was Peggy's husband all along from like the Peggy TV show. So there were two caps in existence at the same time. Oh, wow. That's dope. I mean, you think about it, though, the, the, the comic book universe is like there's so many different parallel universes. Like, and there's a lot of bad writing in comic books, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, that gives them a lot of creative freedom, you know, so they can give back the soul stone to fucking Red Skull. Sure. Yeah. That, that's the least believable thing in that <laughs> fucking movie. Also, just handed it to them. They, they have lunch after and they fucking chill. And, yeah, they have a picnic. You know, yeah, drink a little, you know, have a good time. And even if you do just hand it back to Red Soul, how does he reset it in place? 
He has to unkill people. Just put it back. Yeah. <laughs> and my also my thought process during this whole thing is why does everyone believe Red Skull? I fuck. Like soul for a soul. Not one person tried to push him off the edge. Be like, what happens if we just do this? Yeah, right? <laughs> like that doesn't work. You just believe the Nazi? Yeah. I thought it was a good idea to have uh Hawkeye, you know, and you know, having them fight to, you know, who's gonna take their own life. Oh no, there was great emotional impact from that scene. Oh, it was crazy. Just both them and Thanos just take this fucking random dude at his word. Yeah. Just like, hey, it's cool. Just kill this person. Kill the person you love and you'll get the stone. You know what was really weird too? They never told her that she, that he killed her the whole time. You notice that? They never told her like, hey, you know, she, you know, in, in, in the future, he, he offs you. Like <laughs> they kept like playing with it. Like they were, do you know what really happens? Right. He's never, never told her. But she just, you know, instinctively knew. That Thanos was fucking up. You know, it's like, well, Gamora's Gamora's hero turn, even in Guardians of the Galaxy, was pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. There was no, there was no like work up to it. She's like, "Hey, I'm rolling you for the Power Stone. Oh, we're all in jail together. Well, these guys kind of saved me. I guess I'm a hero now. Yeah, I'll just stick around. I'll Fuck stick it. around. Fuck it. I won't Fuck let it. Peter Quill use his penis magic on me in, initially." <sighs> <laughs> though i did love the reenactment of the opening of guardians of the galaxy watching nebula and war machine just be like is he a fucking idiot right right <laughs> dude that was so good i like I, you know what's funny when the movie started i thought it was going to be some new jeremy renner movie i had no fucking clue when i first i don't know why but like i was just watching because it started so abruptly like in the theater it was like there was a coming attraction and all of a sudden jeremy renner's playing with his kids and i was just like Oh, is this supposed to be like a Hawkeye movie? What's happening right now? And then I see him shooting the bow. And then the Marvel thing comes down. So you're like, oh, this is part of it. I get that. No, this is where he was when all the action happened. Yeah, yeah they, they put the uh, they put the end. And then I figured that out. I was like, wow, I'm, I must be tired. I did go to the movie at like nine something at night. Well, and they did a good job of the friend I went and saw it with didn't even see Infinity War and still enjoyed the fuck out of it. You can't not enjoy it. It's such a good film. It's like, it literally, like, you wouldn't think it, but you really look at it from another perspective. Like, when they started these Marvel movies, they used, like, they used, like, you know, an independent actor flair of the actors who got picked. And know? the directors in a lot of cases, oh, too. Oh, for sure, yeah. So they got this blockbuster movie with, like, you know, directors and actors who who are good. Where, like, you know, back in the day, you just they did comic book movies are super zany and campy and you know what i mean blade is full of craziness yeah yeah it definitely is full of craziness and horrible 90 cgi oh god it was so fucking bad but then back then it just looked so great you're like this is amazing i remember seeing the matrix for the first time it's like wow there were a lot of movies in the 90s that had raves and leather yeah i noticed that what the fuck yeah yeah i didn't, i don't remember people in the 90s wearing that much leather Definitely not. Somebody really like had a you know, latex I, fetish. Do you know how uncomfortable that would be at a rave? Uh, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Especially everybody on ecstasy. They're just like you'd hot die. as fuck. You'd just die. You'd be done. Yeah. You'd be like, I'm candy flipping. I'm candy. I'm <laughs> just done. <laughs> Fucking done. <laughs> and just iced out. Uh, have you been to raves? Sadly. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can't say that I have. I think I've been to a couple. I just was blacked out by the time I got there. Oh, uh, in in a case of Matt chasing pussy, he shouldn't have chased. 
Mm. I got dragged to a rave. Oh, God. This has to be early 2000s. I still had long hair at the time, so it has to be like 2001, 2002. That sounded like a good rave year, though. Raves were popping. They were. They're, they're, they, they were different. They were definitely popping at that point. But yeah. I was into this girl, and she's like, let's go to a rave. And I just blindly followed her. I went to a rave dressed like I normally, like I still dress the same as I did in the early 2000s and the late 90s. Leather jacket, metal shirt. Mm. Exactly the same. I just had long hair at the time. So I went to a rave in a leather, mm. like in a metal t-shirt. That's awesome though, man. And all I'm the, pretty all sure the all these were, kids thought I was a fucking cop. All the girls were like, yo, look at the metal guy. Let's get some of that. No. Um, a lot of people were like, why are you wearing that jacket? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> and I had a miserable fucking time. Oh, man. Yeah. Just fucking miserable. And I didn't get to fuck her. Oh, dude. I, that's the worst, isn't it? You go through all that shit and you don't fuck. You know how many times I've, I've had the girl, got fucked up with the girl, and passed out before I fucked the girl? That's been a that's been a situation, or not even gotten to it. Just at the end of the night, see you later. Or I've been too drunk or fucked up, and they were just like, "Yo, man," they felt like they were gonna take advantage of me. That's fucked up. Yeah, that is fucked. That's up. a bad. That's a bad move. That means you're just looking like death. I mean, I've never been so fucked up where a girl's been like, "You know, I don't think we should do this. I don't think this is right." I've I never, think- I've never been that fucked up. It, maybe they were like concerned of it working. I don't know. Or, either that, or I just date immoral women. Yeah, yeah, I, the, I did. It could be that. I did too. I'm not saying it didn't always. It didn't pan out that way always. But I, <laughs> I've been through my fair share. I've had some interesting relationships in my day. Oh my god. Ugh. But my rule of thumb this these days, which I don't always adhere to, but I try. I try is, I will not put up with bad music to get laid. No, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Fuck that. <laughs> I feel like that's something I should. Young Matt should have learned a long time ago. Like you listen to this, oh man, how are we gonna get along? Well, it's fine if you listen to whatever you want. Just don't try to bring me to the show. Oh, like actually go to a fucking show? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When I go to a Britney Spears concert with some chick, no, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not. Unless you can arrange a threesome between me, you, and Britney. Yeah, I mean that would that would definitely. I would definitely listen to Britney that for that. Would suffice. I would be up for that. Yeah. Good old Britney. Maybe, uh, you know, 1998 Britney. I'd do it Two, now. 2000 Britney. You'd do it now? I'd do it now. She looks good now. She still looks good. Yeah. yeah I mean, she's kept up pretty good. She has to. It's probably contractual that she has to maintain a certain weight. Mm. <laughs> like, right? Did she have a residency? Yeah, she had a residency yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. Like, mainstream contracts get away with shit like that. Oh, totally. They're like, this is what, this is the look and the brand we're going for, and you got to uphold it. Yeah, you have to maintain this shit. Yeah, man. Shit. And when you're an image-based pop star like Britney, makes sense. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they want what, they, what their viewing ex- expectation is of what Britney Spears is going to be. Yeah, they want sure. nearly 40-year-old dudes to be like, yeah, I'd still fuck her. Yes, exactly. I, just, I mean, most of, most of the men going or looking at that, they're not like, wow, this song is so uh, inspirational. I just want to cry and jerk off at the same time. You're toxic, girl. I get it. <laughs> I get you. I get you, Brittany. You're I toxic. You. Oh I'm sinking under. Hit me, baby, one more time. Just do it. Just hit me one more time. Just one more time, Brittany. Just do it. Though, just it, fucking do it. You have to admit, in 99, that was fucking hot as shit. Oh, that video? Oh, my God. 
Music videos, man. What the fuck happened there, huh? MTV fucked everyone. They're like, yeah, we're going to not play full videos. No, we're just not going to play videos. Nah, fuck it. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you go to YouTube and Vimeo and, you know, see some videos, but it's just not the same. Yeah, they're not curated like they were for MTV. Did you have the, the box? I did. Oh, man, that was fucking shit. Actually, that just came up in a conversation on social media with some friends of mine a couple of days ago. Like, you weren't growing up in the 90s until you racked up a giant bill on the box. Like, without so your parents' true, knowledge. Man. So true, man. The box was the shit, man. You just saw, you were like, oh, I saw this video. You'll never get to see this video because you don't have the box. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, you got uh, just obscure shit. So for the younger audience or the audience that wasn't in a cool market, <laughs> right? what the box was, it was a cable show that worked like a jukebox. You dial a 900 number to request your video. It would charge you like two bucks. Yeah, yeah. Two bucks a video. And the the codes for the videos would just scroll at the bottom of the screen during the other videos. Yep. And if you really, really want to, you could keep playing the same video over and over again. Uh, as many times as you want. As many times as you're willing to pay for it. Yep. It was the way it was the way it's the way it went. Now you just gotta pay ten bucks a month on a streaming service and you got it. Or just go on YouTube for free. You might have to listen to a five minute five second ad, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I can watch Barbie Girl as many times as I want now. Oh, that that was the one that like we, for whatever reason Aqua's Barbie Girl was just like, Yeah, I want to watch that video again. Yeah, I know. Over and over again. Was that what was your guilty pleasure video? Fuck. What was my guilty pleasure video? Do you know the truth, man? The only thing I had guilty pleasure of? My grandfather, he left me like two hundred eighties and nineties Playboy magazines. And that was like I mean, I think the pages are still stuck together. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I will I will say that live on air. I was uh, yeah. The second it started working, I was like working it. <laughs> but no, it, it it's crazy to think about because like I got in the business and uh, I never I had like one I had like two DVDs that I'd ever seen. I don't know anything about porn. I had nothing about it. I I had a uh, I had a Jack Napier porn. Like a Jack Napier fucking little girls, little young girls that were 18 years old. <laughs> we had to quantify that. It was legal. It was legal. I had to make sure to, to put that out there. And uh, and a wicked compilation movie. That was it. That's all I ever had. I didn't really have the movies. It was just some random friend was like, hey, look at this shit. And I was like, god damn. So um, I didn't really know who anybody was. And then when I got into porn, that's when I started doing some research. But. It was, uh, yeah, the, all I had was these Playboy magazines, man. So I didn't really have video, but. Well, I was talking about like, the video you streamed all the time on the box, but okay, porn. No, I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you're like, well, you're I, actually, what's a guilty pleasure? So it got me to the like, well, my guilty pleasure, did I have a video that specifically I saw? I, if I can think off the top of my head, it was probably the, um, the Blink-182 uh, song. Damn it. It was the one with Janine. Oh, okay, okay. All yeah. the small things. Yeah, all the small things. The yeah, one where was... they make fun of uh, the yeah. fucking pop bands. Yeah, I, I know. I just totally like diverted from that question. I know. You're like, oh, guilty porn. Yeah, guilty porn. Yeah. I think I work too much, man. <laughs> I know. I'm, try I'm trying to ask you about music videos in the 90s. And you're like, well, you know, I masturbated into Playboys a lot. A lot, yes. But that was my guilty pleasure. So I thought of a guilty pleasure. It just my brain just decided to decipher that. Yeah, I, I, dro I dropped a bunch of brain cells today. Your so. brain's just like, you know what? In the nineties, in a fit of horniness, 
I ruined collector's items. I did. I did. Think of how much so, money you could have made on eBay right I'm now. So, I'm sorry, listeners and viewers, but I just totally took it there. It happened. This dirty motherfucker. I just wanted everybody to know that on a public level. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of music, I've been led to believe you had a rap career to a degree. I, I still rap. I actually just performed like uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. I, I went through. So when I was a kid, I was I rapped. Um, I always did with all my friends. You know, we freestyled and all that shit. And then when I was in middle school, I recorded my first song. And uh, and I did it a little bit. And then like from there, I got I started being a fucking crazy young kid and doing stupid shit and being involved with some idiots. And as time went on, I got in the industry and um, I happened to hang out with some people in the music business. And a buddy of mine introduced me to a friend who was a, a producer and he produced some like major hip hop acts, you know, and uh, we became like instant friends. So I like built a studio at my house and I started like recording songs and I made like, I think I made like 47 songs in like a year. I just was like, that's all I did was get loaded as fuck stay in my room and write music and uh and made you know i actually ended, ended up accomplishing a whole album that never the once i finished it uh the producer completely disappeared off the planet don't have the masters nothing so i can have the music to perform but yeah i was always all in it i performed a bunch of times but i'm still trying to get myself in a place where i can re-record everything and actually release what i did because it was actually not bad i love it i love making music man it's like a total fucking outlet for me. So would you rather be doing porn or would you rather be doing music? I keep doing porn. I, I honestly, I just one. it's one of those things. Like if I made an, if the album came out and it did well and I had an opportunity to do more of it, I would, but I'm not like, this is what I want to do. Like, it's not like that. It's just something. Well, okay. How about this? You drop the album. Okay. It does massive fucking sales. You got a tour to support it. But that means you're not going to be on a fucking set for a year, two years while you go to tour to support this fucking album. You're going to go fucking on tour. You're going to go support your album. You're going to go chase music. Or are you going to be like, that's cool. Yo, girl, let's get to work. I, I don't know. It's a hard decision. <laughs> I'm asking you. I'm asking you. It's, it's, a, it's a hard decision. I, to be honest, I would have to be in the situation to do it. Because I honestly, if I really, I love what I do. I legitimately love, I love what I do for a living. Um, but it would be weird not to take the opportunity if it came along i felt like it would be it would be stupid not to if that opportunity came along i probably would have to do it for a year do a little tour because i mean shit tour money if if the album's successful the people pay you pretty damn good to do that you know i've been led to believe yeah i've, I've heard some things <laughs> um, successful musicians are generally living in better houses than successful porn stars yeah, so. for sure for sure i think i would definitely do it because honestly what what would that i mean what would it hurt i'd come back with more worth <laughs> if i did right <laughs> right so um yeah man it, it's it it's a lot of fun you know it's like expressing myself i mean i've expressed myself physically for 12 years i mean to get to get to is, express myself like mentally on you know musically it's just it's you know I, there's nothing like performing on a stage it's, it's just a very um it's just one of those things it's a high that i can't really compare anything to and i've done it high and getting on stage and that was I did a lot better job when I wasn't. <laughs> it's easier to remember lyrics when you're not all fucked up. I don't know if it was so much the lyrics as how I like acted <laughs> like on stage. You know, when you when you've said the thing, when you've said the song so many fucking times, I think that's why so many rock artists, rap artists, anything have been able to obtain like sustain 
being um artist and performing is because you've said these words so many times they're not even like remembering anymore it's just like it's muscle memory yeah, essentially yeah exactly like when i performed two week, three weeks ago i hadn't said one of those rhymes in a, a year and a half and it just kind of like it i was able to pull them out of my ass why so long in between performances um well i spent time uh when i got sober in 2017 i i made that kind of like my priority i was like i'm gonna do my job and do my sober thing um I'm a ho- I was a hope to die kind of alcoholic kind of guy, so I spent a lot of time helping other people, helping other suffering alcoholics or addicts, and whoa, that whoa, became whoa. my priority. Priority. Is this an intervention? No. Uh, like, I'm, 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 I'm not just, saying you're an alcoholic. Okay. Just no, making not sure. talking to you. Okay. Just making sure. Because cool thing about being an alcoholic, it's self-diagnosed. It's not something that you can tell someone. So I know. I'm just doing a fucking bit here. Yeah. No. I know. <laughs> so I'm just. I'm not. I'm not promoting. <laughs> As I pour myself another drink, please, please, can you drink for me, man? Done and done. Please, can you double that drink so I can, you know, not. I need to live vicariously through you, man. It's just kind of like, it's fun to watch. That's okay, a dope well, cup. I will text you in the morning if I'm hungover. Be like, and this is my vicarious hangover. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> you don't get to just vicariously live the good parts. That's the whole point. <laughs> don't care. I don't, Damn care it. don't care what your Damn point it. is. You asked for this fucking ride. You got to stay All on right, it till I'll the fucking end. You. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll stay to with you. To the fucking end. No, you got to see it through. It. I'll eat a bunch of sugar and fucking have a sugar hangover with you. Gross. Is that a thing? It's a thing, right? Diabetes. Yeah. Oh, thing. shit. Oh. I mean, you could be the first porn star I can think of with one foot. Joe, that's a thing. Is that a thing? I can't think of another performer who only has one foot. Well, shit. I mean, fuck. you start banging girls with your stub. What if you like were really good with one foot though? Like you just could do, like imagine, right? Just walking around on no, just a nub. Just ram the ram the nub in. Oh my god. Oh, I could totally see that happening. Like, oh, big gaping nub porn. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. I could totally see that. I don't want to see that, but I'm sure someone does. Yes, yeah, someone wants to see rammingnubporn.com. Is that taken? Let's check. We got to check. Uh, okay, ramming porn videos comes up. No ramming nub. They don't, they, they don't, like nub was like, does not show up. Seriously, Though no long does. dong ramming nub is a search result. I'm afraid to click on it. I don't want to know, but I kind of do. Long dong ramming nub. What the fuck? Oh, it's anime. Okay, it's anime porn. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of jealous, bro. Like, you don't try to enable me. Like, why? Do you remember how bad I was? Uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember, but also, uh, also, uh, uh, I know Xander well enough where he knows I'm fucking with him. Yeah. I, I don't know if we're at a point where you're like. I think, I think we're good. Okay. I okay. think I give you permission. You can fuck with me. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty steel. I'm pretty solid. Open wide. Let's go. I'm gonna pour alcohol all over my equipment. Nah, so, let's not do so, that. Did he tell? I, I'm. Sh- I, I heard him tell the story about him. You know, making out with the girl with the fucking with booze breath. Yeah, that was, that was fucking great. I was definitely digging that for sure. That was funny. Have you done that? I have totally done that. There's no. There's no denying I done that. See, uh, I, my uh, my chick. My chick still drank when I got sober, for like I don't know a while, and uh, I you know there there had been plenty of times where I was like. 
come here, baby. Let me taste that. <laughs> come here. Let me taste that. But uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I think I used all my party points. I think that's kind of how I refer to it. <laughs> I just I just used them all up and then some. So it's a better thing. So would you date someone who drinks now? Yeah, yeah. I just I my no my my chick. I'm I'm with someone. Kenzie Taylor's my girlfriend. I think I think uh, she said she might come on here with you. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, she uh she actually was she was drinker when I got we both were drinkers and then she got she cleaned up she got clean too but um. Yeah, I, I, yeah, being someone who drinks like responsibly, like not meaning they don't get fucked up, but meaning like they still take care of their shit. I was like high functioning alcoholism. Yeah, that's too. That's cool. You know, if you're a high functioning alcoholic, down to maybe you know a non alcoholic, that would probably be okay. But that non functioning alcoholic part, that might be a little you know hard to manage. Yeah, yeah. So that that's all I really want in a woman is a high functioning alcohol. Yeah, as long as you're still doing your thing and you're not a complete, you know, asshole, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have that balance. You got to yeah. be a shit show, but still wake up in the morning to go to work. Yeah, that that works. You know, unfortunately, I was like that for a very long time until I just stopped giving a fuck. Yeah, see, that's when it pro- becomes a problem. Yeah, that's exactly it. Was that's what was the problem? I was just like, oh, there's work today. Oh. Yeah, I'm not available. <laughs> I, just gotta, I was just not going to show up certain ways. But So did you actually, like, as the meetings say, hit rock bottom? I did. Pretty hardly. Pretty hard. So what was rock bottom, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, I don't mind. Um, well, I, I it's kind of, it, it, there's an extension to it. I'll tell the story. So in 2016, I was at AVN, and I drank all week. Every day. As you do at ABM. Yeah. Drank, did blow every day. Drank every day. Which I did anyway four or five days a week. But it, it gets like, you don't sleep. You don't really do, you know what I mean? Like, we're, bef- we're at home, you, I get fucked up till like 4, 30, 5 in the morning and sleep it off, whatever. But there, you don't really do that. I, just, you, I was just so stoked to be there. But I got there on a Tuesday. And then I got fucked up till a Tuesday. You know? So it was like, um, got really, really loaded all week. And then it got to a point where I was with some people, you know, I'm not, I'm not naming any names while I'm in this story. Uh, I was with some people and, um, we, uh, I just had this bright idea that I wanted to go to the stratosphere and jump off the stratosphere, like still loaded. And I, uh, I like the ride part, not suicide. No, like the ride part. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, 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 no, but like, so when I got up there, I just really did want to do that. And um, they, they, they try to, they were linking me up, and I tried to jump before they like tied me up. And then when I jumped off, I didn't really jump off; I just kind of flailed off. And uh, and then th- that night, I went back to the hotel room, and one, luckily there was a girl in the business who she kind of stayed with me, and we got really, I got fucked up again, and but it got so fucked up that I, like, overheated, and so she, like, put me in a bath, and, like, it was so bad, and I then woke up the next day and called a friend of mine, like, you know, pretty broken, you know, I was really broken at the time, and that was, like, so I went to a meeting when I got back, and I went to a meeting, and I, it was the first time I went, and I started, like, hearing things that made sense to me, and I read some of the book and stuff, and it really explained to me what being an alcoholic is, and what what it, it act like what it entails of of what people's you know experiences are being alcoholic and i really related to most of them and uh i did some of the 
you know, step work stuff. And uh, I realized that I was an alcoholic and then I didn't care. So I went and started drinking again. And then I did that for 11 months until uh, I had been with my girlfriend at the time. And she, um, we were, I was partying every fucking day. And it, it was my 29th birthday. I was up at my 29th birthday and like 50 of my friends showed up to, uh, to my birthday. And um, we were just hanging out and I barely could drink and I barely get high. I was still doing it, but I barely could. And I literally felt like in a room full of all these people that I've known for so long and people that I've become friends with that I just felt completely dead, like inside. I just felt dead, like everything was around me. It's just dead inside. And uh, what they explained about alcohol, being an alcoholic to me was that when you, a lot, when you hit that invisible line that you cross, you, when you want to stop drinking, you can't. Like it just doesn't work. So that night I said, I'm not drinking anymore. And, and uh, it, I will say one name, David Lord was like, I'll take you to a meeting. Till tonight. Yeah. <laughs> David Lord said, I'll take you to a meeting. And I was just like, okay. So I went to a meeting that, you know, I think the day or two after, and I sat through it for two minutes. I couldn't sit through it. I went to the bar and I got a bunch of shots of tequila. And um, I decided to go to the store and buy uh, an entire, you know, the big bottle of tequila. And I just started start drinking, doing blow, drinking, doing blow. And like I could, I, I already promised myself I'd stop and I couldn't. And I, 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 I realized it while I was doing that. And then I, I was so, I was so high on, cause I was doing Coke too. So I was so high that, and drunk and paranoid. And my girl, my girl was there and she came over and she was like, you need to sleep, you need to sleep, you need to sleep, you need to sleep. So I took a piece of a Xanax bar and I OD'd on the floor of my bedroom. And, uh, and when I, it, it, I was like throwing up and she was making me throw up and I, I was like, I need, there's the first time I was like, I need help. Like, I don't know what to do, you know? And, uh, from there, uh, I went to a rehab and I went to rehab for like a little under a month. And, uh, I went and I just, when I first got at it, I had a detox. I went through a detox and it was fucking horrifying and horrible. Probably like one of the most like horrifying, probably top one horrifying disgusting things i've ever been through and i'd gotten so blocked up that like i couldn't use the restroom so like i almost had to go to hospital for that it was just a horrible experience and then um i don't know something hit me and i i like i just uh decided to drink the fucking kool-aid man of this you know 12-step program shit because uh i didn't know how to do it on my own and i i did and i've been doing it ever since and i've helped people other than myself because you know a lot of my life i was a very self-centered selfish dude and uh yeah man that was that was rock bottom for me it's pretty pretty weird story but that's just my journey i guess there's absolutely nothing wrong with that yeah yeah so and then crazy enough i got sober and i found i refound myself and got back to work and became uh you know, I ended up winning 2019 Best Actor for AVN, Best Actor in Comedy for Biz, and my career skyrocketed and more than it's ever been. And and I'm you know very grateful for those people in the business that like number one put up with me for. I mean, I started in the business when I was 18. You know, it was fucking party central for me, man. You know, so that was a really, really. It's been really, it's been a cool ride, man. You know, and I I can't lie and not say that i don't owe it all to being sober you know because that's just what it's been for me you know so yeah there's that there's there takes the comedy out of the show sorry so shots um 
please take one. Take a shot for me, buddy. There we go. Oh, uh, come on. Do a little more than that. I will. Come on. I still have to operate the board and shit. Oh, okay, cool, cool. And we have like an I, hour left of the show, so oh, I can't fuck just yeah. get... Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. I can't get so drunk that, that I'm just like, woo! <laughs> that's so much fun. How do you drink any other way? I think that's the problem, was my problem. I didn't know how to drink any other way. Like, I wanted to black out. Like, that was... I mean, I get there. Dude, believe me. The audience definitely knows there's been some episodes where it's like, did he save the file? Is it? How do you? How does it make you feel when you drink around non-drinkers? Uh, whatever. See, I love that. I fucking love that. There are people that I do hang out with sometimes. They're like, so is it like? Or they feel like bad about it, and I'm just like, why do you feel bad about it? It'd be weirder if you didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, most, I think most people would be pretty weirded out. I'm like, yeah, I'm staying sober tonight. You want antibiotics? What's wrong with you? Well, they, yeah, they like. I'm just like, yo, like, I'm a, here. Here's a misconception. I am a full advocate for drugs and alcohol. They just don't like me anymore. <laughs> you know? Oh no, I thought it was, they like you. You don't like them. No, no, no. I still love them. They don't. That hasn't gone anywhere. I have nothing but love. I just learned to respect them. That I can't fuck with them. So are hallucinogens off the table? Yeah, unfortunately. You know what I fuck with is CBD. I fuck with CBD. The CBD don't count. Yeah, it does. It it, it does shit so is tylenol yeah but it makes me feel good so is tylenol yeah but that's what i mean like i don't fuck with like i don't fuck with mind-altering shit because i don't know how to stop mind-altering shit yeah but there's so many things with you know psilocybin mushrooms they're supposed to show reset and help with other addictions 100 100 percent. i just i feel like i did i waited too long you're not dead no as I much as we were joking about that earlier no i know i mean about i mean about like the partying stuff, like like getting high and drinking, I just feel like I went because of I know myself and knowing like I went too far. It would be like the thing of like if I went and did that, it would I know I play the tape out and it would be like, oh my god, I was able to do this. Let me try see if I can go any deeper with it and deeper and deeper and deep. Oh my god, I'm like fucking Gandhi now. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're doing blow out of someone's asshole. Yeah, dude, seriously, it's no joke. That's kind of like how it works for me. I don't know what the middle ground is. You know, and I'm okay with that. I actually, it's weird. It's like, um, you take, you take a guy who has, you know, addiction and you look at something they did in a negative, a a negative aspect. And I now focus all that addiction into the things that are good in my life. So now I'm successful in the things that are, that matter, like my life and my peace and my self-esteem and my happiness and my work and my relationships and i don't fuck those up anymore <laughs> you know what i mean those are good things not to fuck up yeah i used to like be really good at it. i i you know i'm an east coast guy so i moved to the west coast and you know being an east coast person as far as you know my experience has gone is you know there i was a very blunt outspoken non-filtered person and uh that doesn't sit well with a lot of people out here Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. You know, and I had, and, and when you, when I drank, it came out tenfold. So it was like one of those things where it's like, you know, a lot of people don't like what I had to say, you know, and uh, sometimes the things I had to say weren't very kind and a little brutal. And sometimes I, those things need to be fucking said, though. That is true. That is true. Sometimes they do. You know, it's the sucky, the shitty, nah, sucky, what the fuck. But the, the shitty thing is, is that um, out, from what I've noticed, there's, there are situations where, People are willing to be blunt, but not to your face. Well, yeah. Yeah. And the problem is the people that are willing to be blunt and not to your face, they're not doing it 
for the right reasons. They're doing it to bring attention to themselves. Yeah. Not to actually correct what they perceive as a problem. No. Because if they actually wanted to correct what was the problem, they'd bring it to you. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. A lot of people have a hard time, you know, facing things, you know, I've learned that it feels good too. Oh, well, a lot of pro- people have problems admitting fault. Yeah. I don't know. It's so much more gratifying when you actually can go, you know what? I fucked up and it's all right, you know, because I don't have to just, I'm not that, that it actually releases something from you. Like, I don't have to fucking walk around with this shit anymore. I can't, you know, I feel sorry for people who walk around with like guilt and, or not guilt, but like grudges and shit like that. It's just like, it's not worth it to me. No, uh-huh. it's. Yeah. Life is way too short for that shit. Too short, you know. And I think you know that's a. Uh, you see a lot of people doing it. It's like a lot of anger. We're in a very angry time. <laughs> Sadly, social Sadly. network is like you know living proof of it too. It's like. Well, and the worst part about it is people get butt hurt over shit on social media, and they don't seem to consciously think about the fact that what any of us are presenting on social media is fucking curated content. I am only allowing you to see what I want you to see. Yeah, it's true. But it's the like, thing is, it's the thing for me. It's like you know, I have a social network, and I only speak for myself. But um, you know, I speak about. I try to be positive on there. I try to you know promote my brand, promote the movies I work in, and stuff like that. You know, and I promote know people, podcast appearances. Yeah, exactly. Anything that I'm involved in, you know, that obviously is something that I feel is you know I want people to hear know about i i definitely promote and so no podcast appearance no, got it this podcast appearance will be promoted i i tell you no lie it will be i um we got an hour to go you may not say that by the end of it no i will i will for sure i don't i, I have nothing to hide <laughs> i'm an open book unfortunately it's the way to be it is yeah, honestly the way to be not really uh, one of those kind of guys I, I never have been i i've never even when i was loaded like i shit it wasn't a secret <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. i i couldn't hide it well you know what I, mean? like, I don't i don't get the point i you're don't gonna know but with the brand with the positivity like it's still curated it's still you're putting out what you want the world to see 100 percent, 100 percent. so i know i have some friends like back home that don't follow up all that much because they're like, oh, I see what you're doing on social media. And don't bother to actually check in. Do you, you've experienced that? Uh, yeah, I think I have experienced that. But I also, I don't, I don't know. I think that, you know, the people that I, you know, a lot of people I surround myself with mostly, they're, they're more concerned with the personal connection than trying to realize how I'm doing. And there are, you know, that's a lot of things. It's like they think that they know what's going on with you because they see you on social network. But that's, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think that a lot of times too, like all my social networks are adult based for my job, you know, um, and that's not how I'm doing. That's the brand that I represent, you know, and I, I think that's interesting because uh, we do lack in personal relationship and personal contact. Like what we're doing right now, this is very, uh, this isn't a very usual occurrence. Well, and that's part of the reason I love this fucking medium. Because how often do you actually sit down and have a conversation with someone that goes an hour, two hours without us looking at our phones, without... Yeah, exactly. And it's being just being present and talking to someone, just fucking, you know, shooting the shit and getting to know each other on another level or knowing more about each other. And it's it's interesting, man. Social network is, is a trip. It's a trip. It's, it could be used for good or... Man, I've caught myself scrolling down that motherfucker for no reason. 
Oh, I do it all the time. I'm so guilty it's of it. It's so bad. And my chick's like, why are you on your phone so much? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Because it's addictive. Uh, it's, fuck yeah, dude. They designed the apps purposely to be addictive. It Notifications fire dopamine. It's crazy. You see, and you know, you got a whole, you got a whole, uh, and you think about it. Like you get people in the, in my business or our business and, and people outside of, you know, in any form of entertainment or any form of all of our social network, it's like they get a notification of something about them and it's like, oh, validation. Yeah. It, it just fires <laughs> you know? the brain chemicals. Yeah. Just, and, boom. And, and you know, I'm guilty of it too. You know, I, I, it happens. Because like, wow. we're human. Yeah. And they, they know, the app designers know that this will fire shit in your brain. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's like, I think, it's funny. I remember when Twitter first came out and it was like, I ate, I ate food today. Or like, it was super like bland. Now it's like, my opinion is this. And my opinion is that. And oh, your opinion's that? Go fuck yourself. You know, it's like. I've been on Twitter so long that you actually had to text in your tweets. Yeah, me too. I got on it right when it started. I, I've been in since 09. Me too. And if you want to. If you want to see some garbage tweets, go back to my timeline in 09. Please don't. Yeah, no. Please right, don't. Right. You, you will mostly hear me bitching about people I was working with in my day job in 09. <laughs> that was the majority of my timeline. At the time, I'm like, why don't I have more followers? Oh, because I spend most of my time bitching about people that you have no clue who they are. You knew who got me on Twitter was, uh, you remember Kylie Reese? Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that was like, I, when I moved to LA, that's who I, uh, I one of the people I, I knew, you know. And uh, she was like, you got to get this Twitter thing. And I was like, and fucking it just all went downhill from there. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember how I ended up on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I remember specifically that day. It was weird. I remember it because I was just like, I don't know why. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> it's such a weird fucking memory. Yeah, that is a really There's some weird... shit that you just don't remember. But like, I remember the day I got on Twitter. That is fucked up, man. You're like, I probably don't remember some people's birthdays. But my Twitter anniversary and how I got here. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I have no idea. All I know is I was using a Motorola phone at the time where I actually had to be like A A A A B B B B and texting T9. Yeah. And you still had T9? Yeah. Texting in tweets. Oh my god. Oh. I actually had an iPhone already. I had like the iPhone what 3 or something. No, it was even the 3 by then? Shit. Yeah, Cuz 09, yeah. I had a uh, I don't even know what it was actually, you're right. But it was an iPhone. For sure. Yeah, I had some Motorola flip phone that had basic internet access and had SMS in tweets. And it's like, if you followed more than like three people, because it would text you the people's tweets. I remember how cool it was when you got a phone with a camera back then. Oh, yeah. You were like, you were the, I, I, got a, I remember getting a Nokia phone with a camera, and I was like, this is the shit. This is so cool. Back in my day, kids. Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day. Phones didn't have camera or even the internet. We actually used them as phones. Oh, they did. Yeah, and you had Snake. You played Snake. Oh yeah, that was the that was the game. It was just Snake. That's all you had. Black and white. Yeah. Fucking lines running in circles. Yep. It wasn't even black and white. It was like black, and the screen was like greenish. Yeah. It, monochrome. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that shit. And then there was like the quest at some point in like the late nineties, early two thousands to like. Keep making the phone smaller and smaller. I know. What the fuck? Now it's like, can we make them bigger and bigger? It's like, can you put a full iPad to your head? Is that cool? <laughs> fucking blinder. We've been looking at phones too damn much. We need bigger phones. Yeah, it's like, Remember the Austin Powers when the guy had the little... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was almost a reality. Like That was satire of what was about to be reality at the time. Yes, it was. It was so crazy. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> so uh. if you ever get the chance, if you really want to fucking disconnect, go to Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, actually, you know, Xander was talking about that uh, a couple weeks ago, saying he might he was trying to possibly go to Cuba. Yeah, we talked about it on air a bit. Yeah. I've been. There's Don't no. Have, isn't there a certain way to have to go? Like, you got to be going to a... You have to declare to the State Department you're there for one of 12 legitimate reasons, one of which is support of the Cuban people. I'm here to support them with my money. Yeah, okay. That works. I mean, I went for journalism because I recorded podcasts in Cuba. That's awesome. I've I've been where have I been in that general area? I've been I went to Jamaica for a month. That was an amazing experience because I got to actually spend time in like real Jamaica. I didn't go in like the lock buses and look at everything. See, fuck resort traveling. I hated it. I went to Ban- I, w- I stayed at like a little cottage thing and fucking I went to like the little huts and fucking drank with the fucking natives and you know it was a fucking it was like literally one of the best times of my life. I you know. It was weird, too, because I was getting loaded, but, like, I didn't feel like I was getting loaded. I was just because I was having enjoying myself riding around on oh, a fucking that good, moped. that good vacation drunk. Oh, yeah, it's the best. You're just, because you're just like, yo, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Everything's exciting. My money goes super far. Yeah, fucking insane, man. I think I spent, like, a couple, I think I spent, like, two grand and felt like I was a millionaire. And it legit did. <laughs> I was just like. The reason I say Cuba, though. Yeah. Is there's no internet. Oh, that's all. Yeah, Jamaica, there was none. You can't get it. Really? There's no... Where we were staying, no. They were like... I think where we were staying, they were actually stealing electric from the... the from the towers? There. Yeah, from... Yeah, they were like taking the... It was like, like... Ooh, copper. You know how they have like signs like, don't drink and drive here? Like there they had signs like, don't steal electric. <laughs> like, it's like it's very, very big thing there. I was like, I guess that's a thing, you know? Hey, if you got to steal electric, you got to steal electric. It's just how it is. Because eh? I know damn well I was on that moped pretty fucked up. I was like, what up? I think one time I swear I got on and just, just like fucking tipped the fuck over. They but, pushed you back up. They handed you a drink, sent you on your way. Yep. Yep. That's uh, it's fucking hilarious. Actually, yeah, buddy did that. Put my put my uh, the chick I was with at the time on the back of it. Like, wait, you're going to let me ride her back? Yeah, man, no problem. You know, I was like, okay. The minute you drove away, like, dumb white boy. <laughs> exactly. Let's see this shit happen. Oh, yeah. my God. In 2019, man. he'd have a camera phone rolling as you drove away. Like, oh, I can't wait to watch this white boy. Why am I doing the fucking... World star, man. I can't... <laughs> Why are we doing Jamaican voices? We're... I don't know. We're going to get canceled for doing Jamaican no, voices. No, no, man. The Jamaican people are amazing. They swear to God, they're so cool. They're like, they're just... The... All the ones that I experienced were chill and like, you know... Just enjoying life with no internet. This is great. <laughs> See, we're of the age. We remember life without the internet. I do. I do remember life without the internet. It was just tons of great TV. Well, and just shit like, hey, when you made plans with your friend, you had to call their landline, possibly talk to their parents. On your VTech phone. You know what I mean? You have your like, legal VTech. I had a VTech. I remember that shit. You're, and if someone didn't call you back, it wasn't like a thing. Yeah. Because maybe they didn't get your call. Because you don't leave a message. Or if you did, they might not check their machine. They may not be home. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't like a thing. Like, you don't answer someone's text back now, and they're like, yo, man, I texted you like an hour ago. You know what I mean? I know you got your phone with you. Yeah, I know you're always on that thing. <laughs> I've definitely talked about this before. But one thing the current generation will never get to experience that we had to deal with, which I think is a coming of fucking age, 
calling a girl's house for the first time and having to speak to her fucking parents to get her on the phone. Oh, yeah. That was... Fucking nerve-wracking. Fucking nerve-wracking as fuck. Oh, hi, little Seth. How are you? I'm good. Can I talk to... Can I talk to Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. It made you... It made you man up to get what you wanted. Oh, yeah. Seriously. These days are like, yo, this is a dick pic. No, you know what they don't have now either? Is like actually people who go out and pick up people. Like like women and men don't meet each other. You know, you don't meet each other like that anymore. It's like, you know, these, these apps now. Like that's how you date now. Eh, very limited success with the apps on my end. Yeah, I mean, but that's like, that's big thing now. It's like, you know, they don't, everybody meets online. They don't. Yeah, well, and the problem with online dating is my charm is not in you know my fucking profile pictures. Yeah, but it's crazy now. You can like, like pre-check your fucking what you're gonna say. You know, like when you're just kind of like fucked up all the time, and then you had to like learn how to, you know, have some game. You don't really need game now. (laughs) You just well, it's a different game because in person I actually have fairly decent game. Over the internet? I got no game. But that's what I'm saying, because you grew up in the generation where you can actually have a conversation and have some game. But I think now a lot of people, they'll be like, like, Mr., you know, Suave on fucking line, and then they're like, they meet in person, they're like, hi. Well, the problem is for me, <laughs> half these fucking women don't have shit in their profile. And I swiped right because they're hot. Nah, yeah, it's, it's definitely, a, you know, a physical thing. And then I don't know what to fucking say to open with, because I don't want to open like, yo, girl. I want to eat butter out of your asshole. <laughs> I want to uh, butter that shit like it's corn on the cob. Like, I don't know what to fucking open with. You don't have anything in your profile. I can't pretend we have things in common if you don't have anything in your profile. Right? It's just like, I remember when I first saw Tinder and I, was, I went on there and literally like most of them would be like, I'm not here for what you want. I'm here. Like, and you're like, you know that person's there for that. Like why they... Yeah, you wouldn't be bringing it up if you weren't. Like, why are you specifying? Like, you know, it's like, I was like, yes, this is why you're here. You've you've obviously experienced this, and it's not cool in the Me Too era, but you've been out with a girl who is out of the blue, been like, we're not fucking tonight, and that is the green light that we are. That that happened with my girlfriend now when we our first date. She specifically told me on our first date that we weren't gonna fuck, and then she. um, How many hours later did you fuck? Uh, well, the blowjob happened within two hours and then the fucking half, she had to leave for like an hour and then she came back and we ended up fucking that night. I mean, but it's just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a firm believer in when you talk about things you don't want, it's something that you do. Like, why would you even bring it up? Right. If sex has not been brought up in any way, shape or form and a woman turns to you and goes, sex is not happening tonight. It's like, oh no, it is. Hi, nice to meet you. We're not fucking. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, Okay. Uh, do you want dessert? Like, are you, would you like a drink with your meal? I, you know, didn't bring it up, but cool. Cool. It's good to know I'm getting laid tonight. Like, yeah. like what? Like, what? <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. Appreciate it. Ugh. But in the modern era of like consent is sexy. And obviously anyone who you know, fucks in that situation is consenting. Yeah. I mean, you know, but it, it's what leads to. Us as dudes not being able to read the room sometimes. Well, now it's it's just it's just I mean, it's just different now, man. Like you gotta just, you know. I think that 
I think the way I think a lot of people have a hard time with the way things are now, and I think that um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think we're all just you know adapting to the way things are now. And no, and we need difficult. to. Yeah, we need to. There's this is this is long overdue. It's it's just long overdue. It's just you know we've you know the misogynistic way of doing things has definitely uh has played its time that it shouldn't have played at all ever but i mean we all go through growth and our growth has just been in a definitely it, it's getting done it's getting done it's getting done for everybody you know in every way because i mean at, at the end of the day that's the way it should have been in the first place but you can't change the past we can learn from it right some philosophical knowledge look at us getting all deep and shit yes real deep very white deep Ah, oh, ship it. <laughs> oh, don't spill your shit. Didn't spill. Come on, man. There's no spilling. It I'm, hurts it hurts my soul. Nothing spilled. Okay, good. I'm just pouring more. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, nothing spilled. Don't worry. All right. I'm not about alcohol abuse. Don't don't abuse it, man. Just Oh, maybe I did spill a little fuck. It's, it hurt me, bro. It hurt me. It's in my shirt. It's good. It's in my it's belly cool. button. At least, at least you can save it for later. And it's going in an osmosis. See, I'm rubbing it in. I'm rubbing it in. I'm rubbing it in. I'm rubbing it in. Uh, uh, you're good. The camera's it. not going to see it, but I'm rubbing it in. He's doing it. Just massaging it into my belly button. It's covered. And it's, here, like, it's like covered. It's like it's like not X-rated. Cause We're on Vimeo, baby. I can just fucking rub it right in. It's going for it. Mm, finger in my belly button with liquor. Oh. Uh, it's like how Mama wants me to drink. <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! <laughs> that's how she wants it. You gotta go. You got. You gotta give Mama what you want. Well, yeah, that's how she fed me in the womb through my belly button. No, oh, that's uh, it's beautiful, man. I'm feeling it. It's, it's weird. Is just what it is. It's just gotten weird. I'm just, but I'm still fingering my belly button for some reason. It's okay. I, should I do it with you? Does that make it less weird? I mean, we can make it. We can do it as a solidarity. All right, all right, cool. All right. Now, Let's keep talking. In 2019, we're just going to do it on red carpets. Just walk just down red carpets, belly. just finger bang our belly buttons. Yeah, it's, you know, for all you innies out there, <laughs> you poor Audi bastard. Why did your parents hate you? <laughs> what the fuck? Why didn't they properly take care of your belly button? I don't know. I would be, you know, I can imagine like being in the, in the room and just being like, you know, I just want to cut this fucker off. Like, I think, like, let me make sure to get that right there. There we go. It's good. I don't think I've ever been with someone who has an Audi. Would it freak you out? Well, I was just thinking like, would I tongue it? Would I tongue someone's Audi? Do you think that'll ever be a thing? Like out people with Audis are going to come up, come online and, and make like some stink about stuff i'm just trying to figure out right now would someone with an audi be offended if i sucked it like a little dick <laughs> <laughs> just you know i'm just trying to give you love wherever i can like i'm just trying to stimulate you girl yeah i mean you know i know i know it's got a little more feeling it's like it's like uncircumcised belly button <laughs> it's not kosher it's not oh it's not uh Oh, Jesus Christ, where did this just go? <laughs> we were just, yes, we went on a belly button rant. It's yeah, okay. yeah. It's we're okay. all like deep and serious and like, yep. Let's finger the belly button. Finger the belly just, button. Just go for it. Suck a belly button. Yep, sucking on belly buttons. That's so, what we're seriously, have you ever stuck your tongue in like your partner's belly button? I, 
I might have. I should be honest. I, off memory, I don't remember. I mean, I've definitely done it, but it's not like a sexual thing. It was just a, like me being a a drunk. Well, not even drunk, just being a jackass. Move. Well, yeah, like, you're like mate, you're like kissing your girl's stomach, and then you just kind of like little tongue pops in yeah, the belly, like, or or just blow a raspberry in their fucking belly button just to be fucking silly. Yeah, it's just for fun. Yeah. just just go for it. Like I'm I'm just I'm just breaking up the like the serious sexual moment with just fucking childish stupidity <laughs> yeah, exactly. ladies this is what you can look forward to having sex with me is like just all of a sudden i will just do silly stupid shit for my own amusement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is the other reason i would never make his male talent i would just destroy scenes just all of a sudden like oh yeah oh yeah and then just do something stupid i think that's in though is it yeah is it? there's a thing for that just you know silly shit during sex yeah i'm still not gonna be male talent still don't want the job no, no. I guess it's just for it's for some for some of us. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> like, then I'd actually have to be in shape and shit. Fuck that. Oh man, I don't know. I don't think you have to be in shape. I think I I, I choose to be in shape because I like how I feel better when I'm in shape. But well, I feel like if I ever wanted to male talent, which I don't, I'd either need to be in better shape or much worse shape. It's a I yeah. Can't you be can't a, be in the middle. You I can't, can't be, be like this ad. middle that I'm in at the moment. Yeah, you gotta be like you know, you gotta be really, really good or really, really bad, or yeah. no, nah, just you know. I mean, I, I need to be so fat that I could render a woman unconscious with my gut. Or if you have like a third leg kind of dick, it doesn't really matter what you look like. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you just kind of look like whatever. I'm real life average, not even porno average. Got it. Yeah, global average. Yeah, I'm above global average, but I'm below porno average. Okay, all right. I'm like extra medium. That's what I like to go with. Extra medium. That works. Yeah, it's a good one. As a previous guest once said, it's like you know, it's like that boyfriend dick. It, it's easier to take, and it's that boyfriend dick. It's like, oh, you're good. On, you're good with anal. You got a you got a good anal dick there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> down, just, whoop. Oh my god. Oh shit, man. No, no prep necessary. Just right in. So, what do you? Uh, so you've been you've been in a couple movies, right? One or two, or uh, I've been in a handful of movies yeah. over the years. Is is Jews Love Blackhawk your favorite one that you've been in? Well, yeah, because they fucking nominated me for it. So got it. So you got some like you know, I got some recognition got for some my recognition for it. for my acting chops, which that's cool. I beat out Tommy Pistol for the role. Really? Well, just because Joanna didn't want to cast Tommy in yet another thing, mm. and she was very. Adamant about actually casting real Jews in all the non-black cock rolls. That's fucking awesome. So, I mean, in reality, I beat you out for it too because you're actually a Jew, so you could have played the. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't a. It wasn't an approach thing. I don't think I would. I don't think I matched the criteria. Just because I'm Jewish, I don't think I matched the criteria. I don't think I would have looked as good of, as a rabbi. Thanks. <laughs> I think. You know, I saw a. Uh, it was hilarious. I saw Steve Holmes play like a rabbi in a porno. And he's like uncircumcised, so it's like it was like amazing. It's like this. This is totally an act, work of fiction. It's, <laughs> it's like amazing. I was like, this is amazing. But he, you know, definitely like looked the part here. You know, it's just like the dick comes out. It's like you know, uncut. And you're like, ah, eh, no, 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 definitely not, Rabbi. Yeah, but, definitely not. Yeah, but it's fucking awesome, man. I didn't watch the full scene. I just saw a clip of it. I wonder if they played it up that it, you know, but they didn't cut you. What's going on? Yeah, what happened to your moil? <laughs> it's still there. What's happening? Oh, man. Uh, 
We just got to get Steven in adult circumcision. We'll just get it done. Oh, shit, man. I don't know, man. I really seem like the guys with the uncuts, they, they seem to... Uh, it's, it, I feel like we got a little rob there. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, from what I've been led to believe, like sex is a lot better if you got the hood. Yeah, like it's a lot... You feel a lot more. It's interesting. Then again, I don't know how fucked my life would be if I could feel a lot more. Oh, yeah? Like... That might be full-on sex addiction at that point. Yeah, I mean, fucking A. I mean, like, yeah. It would feel better than it does now? I mean, it's the way, it, you know, we, we're the way we are because we are, you know, and it's, it, it's you know, maybe, it, you know, I'm already, I'm already pretty good with in, in, in that category, but still, I just, you know, it seems like it's, uh, it does give you, keep, keep some more sensitivity there. Also, I feel like I might just pop in like 10 seconds all the time. If I had more, well, if you could just keep doing it, just just over and over again, because you haven't, then you maybe could be male talent. But I don't want the job. Uh, don't want it. I'll get you there. Nope, not happening. <laughs> There's a better chance of me getting you back to drinking than you getting me as male talent. I don't know about that. Oh, I'll make that bet. Oh fuck. Yeah. The world is a better place because I don't drink. Yeah, there's a, the world's a better place because I don't fuck on film. Okay, so we can agree there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll end it there. We'll truce. Let's truce. We'll truce. All right. We'll truce. truce. I'll drink there. to that. All right. Me too. You can too. I'm going to Sprite it up. <laughs> Get my Sprite on. <laughs> so besides working all the fucking time and working on music, what else have you been doing? What else have I been doing? Well, I've been doing a lot of like strength training stuff. So I'm getting like trying to like build. I don't really work out for like, like uh aesthetics i more work out because i want to like i want to be like fucking old man strong functional strength yeah so like i i've been like doing that and i uh i deadlifted the other week i deadlifted 235 now the next one i'm going for 245 so i'm just trying to like do that you know spending time with the girlfriend so are you doing the gangster shit of like bench pressing your girl no i don't do stuff like that uh that's just not my style maybe i would that's a good idea It'd be a lot cheaper than a gym membership. And it's pretty gangster. Just, you know, what up, girl? What's up, girl? And I just, I just bench pressed. Uh, the most I've bench pressed now is like 260. Well, it's pretty cool. I'm just like I'm, twice your girl. Yeah. It's like, more than more twice, than twice girl. my girl. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that. Um, I still work with a lot of like addicts and shit. I, I try to spend a lot of time doing that because it helps me. It reminds me of where I could be. And it also helps other people, which is a nice feeling to uh it's it's it feels good man to help other people i never thought that's where my life would go <laughs> i always thought i'd just be like the crazy drunk party guy but i i stick to doing that i live by the beach so i do that and i like to do like meditation shit which is weird i'm i'm, I'm really i think i'm pretty boring now you actually. have become so west coast like i live by the beach i meditate i have my kale yeah, shake in yeah, the morning I'm a fucking east coast guy just doing this shit but i, I just uh I just oh, don't want to. You're not just an East Coast guy. You're a Florida guy. I'm a Florida guy. Yeah. There's a big difference between being like, I'm an East Coast guy versus I'm a Florida guy. Yeah. Am I? I'm kind of a Florida guy. My whole, everybody I knew or grew up with is a New York person. So I, my whole family's from New York. It just, I like lived in Florida, but I was kind of sheltered in these with these New York people. If that makes sense. It's weird. Well, that's so you don't become Florida man. Yeah. I don't. Uh, wow. That was a good one. I fucking looked that one up on my birthday, and they, someone says, man threw baby alligator through drive-thru window. 
That was a good one. Did you see the video of the dude making the beer run with the alligator under his arm? It was, yes, it was amazing. Like, that guy's my hero. Yes. Especially when he was interviewed about it later. He's like, I don't know where I got this alligator. Yeah, they're just hanging out. Just hanging out of the ele- alligator. Um, that he duct taped the mouth shut of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Dude, honestly, right now, I'm just, like, really working on the, you know, just the constantly pushing opportunities, trying to get successful in different ways. I, I'm dealing with this, still working on this, trying to get this male enhancement company off the ground. I, I am in partners up with someone with that. Um, so you're slanging dick pills? Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't, we haven't completed the, the product yet, but I'm, you know, have a signed contract with a company that I've been doing, dealing with for like the last half year. So I'm doing that. A lot of business stuff. Like I'm just trying to stay fucking super. I'm trying to use the youth that I still have to the, my best of my ability. I don't really, you know, I think that's about, that's as far as it goes, man. Yeah. So tell me about these dick pills. Okay. Well, a guy that I know, he's a, um, he's a scientist. He's, uh, he does, he's, he's pretty much led the way in a lot of stem cell therapy, which obviously is, you know. Are y'all going to be swallowing stem cells? (laughs) No. No. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, so this guy actually, he'd, he'd, he'd been in, you know, he's got a lab obviously and he was messing around and he was you know looking he's went through like research on all these different kind of dick pills and he he found a formula that actually will do the full spectrum of what people are selling like five pills of it's like oh this one will give you bigger orgasms or this one will do this so So it's not we're not like we're not um you know it's not like we're saying this is a hundred proof but uh you know it's so it's had it does do the job pretty well and it's natural you know so that's something that i i definitely wanted to get aboard on board of plus like you know that's the one perk of social network it's a really good place to uh sell things and uh especially products it's it's nice to be part of something that i know would work i gotta know does the dick pill work better if you boof it i, I think anything does so does it break sobriety if you boof dick pills no. So next time you're on, you're going to boof a dick pill? No. Damn. <laughs> uh, come on. How better to sell your product than come on here and boof a dick pill? Boof a dick pill. Just boofing it. If you boof a dick pill, you get a 30-day free trial. What's good? To what? Of, like dick pill subscription? Of boofing dick pills. Yeah. Let's see if boofingdickpills.com is taken. Is that a thing? It might be. <sighs> um. Yeah, man. What else is going on? I just, you know, I'm work wise. I'm working on some really cool projects coming up. I got some cool shit coming up, so I'm stoked on that. So what do you got going? This is you can plug yourself. I, I ain't afraid of it. Are you ain't afraid of it? Um. Well, um, we'll know. I'm doing. I will be involved in uh, Captain Marvel in some capacity with my girlfriend Kenzie Taylor, who's playing Captain Marvel. Oh, nice. Lives. So I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty stoked on that. I have uh, some projects coming up with uh, Brie Mills. I work with her pretty frequently. She's probably, you know, she's an awesome person to work with. So I got a movie that we're doing that I'm pretty stoked on. But um, yeah, man, I'm really career career based right now. But I'm just, yeah, man, I, I don't, I just, I don't know. Man. I've never been this busy. It's just crazy. I don't know what feeling not tired is. <laughs> like... 
<laughs> that's all it is, man. But I, I like this, so it's cool. I can definitely entertain you with some old partying stories, though. You got good ones there. Oh, I'm always getting for those. Yes. Okay. Let's get a. Let's let's rejog this memory that I have much not much of left. Um, hmm. God, some stuff I can't tell on air involved. Why not? People. You can not name names. Okay. Well, a mutual friend of ours. I got. We got lots of those. Yes. Uh, a mutual friend of ours, an older gentleman. Uh, there was a point in time when uh, me and him picked up this girl, and uh, we were, you know, both having sex with her. And uh, I had the bright idea, drunk as fuck, to go in her ass. And uh, was yeah. he already there? Huh? Was he already? No, there? no, he wasn't already there. He was, you know, getting a blowjob, and I decided to go in her ass, and it, it just wasn't the right time. Yelp, or did she shit on your dick? Yeah, that part. Oh, that part. Yeah, just like. And then I screamed. What? You never had your dick shit on before? Well, no, because it was like I was drunk. So, yeah, like if I was at work and that happened, I'd be like, oh, okay, no yeah, big deal. But like I never like was like that instantaneously like let's go in your butt. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> you're drunk and you're fucked up. You just want to do nasty Yeah, stuff. you just want to drill for oil. I yeah, just fuck it, you know. And you fucking Judd Clampeted that shit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, you shit on me. I think I was like 23, so. Next thing you know, time. old Steph's a millionaire. Yeah. Just <laughs> going in. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, fuck, dude. Shit, man. I, I mean, towards the end of the shit was just ugly stories. Just a lot of staying in the room and pacing around and listening for the FBI that wasn't there and stuff like that. Why would the FBI possibly be after you? There was no reason. I just was insanely paranoid. And obviously had a little bit of an ego on you. Like, yeah. I wore an FBI surveillance. Yeah, no, seriously. There was some ego there. Seriously. And yeah. It's fucking great. They're coming. <laughs> Who's coming? No one's coming. Guy behind my door. No, no guy behind your door. Yeah. No. That's no. what happens, kids. Don't don't too don't party too much. <laughs> you gotta do it like Goldilocks. It's gotta be just right. Just right. Yeah, man. And if you like to party with three bears, we're not judging. No, no, it's totally cool. Totally cool. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. Oh my god! So there's this one morning, I uh, so we went out all night. I went out with a couple of friends. I'm just really huh. curious how three bears just jogged this story. By the way, I don't know because I thought about like you know, and I had, I don't know why it did, but I I went out. I was in my house. I was fucked up all night. Stayed up all night. Three of my th- three of my buddies were downstairs. There was like two girls and three of my buddies. And I was so fucked up that they were trying to, like, hold me down. And three very, like, probably, like, 200-pound men jumped on top of me to get me to stop, like, freaking the fuck out. I was so, like, you know fucked up strength? It's pretty, it's pretty insane. I lifted three giant people off of me. Like, 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 like some Hulk shit. I was just like, yo, man, this is, this is, this would be a great time to get in a fight right now. I don't know if you ever experienced drunk strength but it's happened once or twice yeah it was pretty intense i think i think i fucking definitely fucked up a couple spinal cords there <laughs> so a good rule of thumb is don't admit to crimes on the internet <laughs> I, I didn't hurt anybody you fucked up spines how is that not hurting people my own oh okay <laughs> you only have one spine that's why i was confused i'm like spines you fuck i know i was being i was just being funny it's a joke like, like stupid funny like i have more than one spine 
Yeah. Are, are you an alien? Are you... I think I am. Something Is that like why that. the FBI was after you? Mm-hmm. You were afraid they were going to vivisect you and find out yeah. about your extra organs? See, this is what I was trying to explain to you, the insanity of my, my party. <laughs> Have you ever had to explain that to like a girl you're with like, yo, I'm an alien and the FBI is after me. Follow come on, up. you've never been that fucked up, seriously? Follow up question. Come on. Do you explain that before or after you come? Uh, usually after. Yeah. yeah, wise, wise. Yeah. You don't want to drop that on someone before you fuck. Or if you do, then it means they really like you. Or it means you probably shouldn't fuck them. If they're okay with that? Yeah. God, man. I'm sorry to all you ladies out there that had to deal with my uh, insanity back then, but uh, yeah. Yep. Ladies, you probably shouldn't have fucked Seth. Yeah, but, probably not. But you did, you so did. it's cool. It's cool. It's fine. I uh, I appreciate the, the pity. <laughs> And he appreciates having bringing you to orgasm. It, it works out for everyone. It, it, did, it did. It did. You gave sure. him emotional support. He gave you dick. It's a fair trade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Most dudes are willing to make that trade. Like, see, it's great. It's great to have sanity now. I will say that. But it's more fun to talk about how crazy it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... The best stories never started with, so I went to an AA meeting. No, they don't. But I, there are some stories when you, hey, I've been to an AA meeting, and I heard this fucking story. Yeah, yeah. but it's not your story. Like, you're relaying someone else's story. It's, that is true. It's that not quite true. the same. That is true. I mean, for God's sake, I jumped off the fucking stratosphere fucking jacked. That's uh, it's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. That is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, that's uh, interesting stuff. The thing about it is, man, I mean, I'm sure... Some old friends can attest. There's not stuff I. There's stuff I don't remember. Swear to God, happens to the best of us. Yeah, that's the best story. Those are the best stories. They just completely. When someone else is telling you what you did, yeah. and you're like, "I did that." Do you know what you did last night? No. Can we keep it that way? <laughs> oh no! I always morbid curiosity. Like, oh, what I do? Oh, you want to know? You're just I like, want to know. The one exception is there is a bunch of GoPro footage from me being very drunk in Australia. That I still cannot bring myself to watch because I know how drunk I am on it. I tried to watch it one time and heard, heard in my voice. You want to see a video? Of course. All right. I got one for you. I, so I, we may have to wait till it's off air unless you're want, willing to let me air it on the video versions of the show. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's wait. Okay. It's funny. It's pretty funny. Why don't you give the audience a play-by-play of it? It's the video that I was telling you about earlier. Okay. I have the swimming video. Okay. So oh, you, could, you could see visually what what I was talking about. Yeah, I definitely want to see that when we get off air. I don't. <laughs> I just don't want to kill. I don't want to kill showtime no, with something no, no, I can't no. show the audience. No, no, it's like it's definitely a it's a private sector kind of matter, for sure. Are you? Uh, so what? What was your? I would like to know what what was your comic book thing? Were you a comic book guy? I am. What, what, who's? I your? mean, look up on the top shelf up there. Yeah, fucking yeah. Watchmen, fuck yeah, dude. Walking Dead. The entire run of Sin City? Yes, dude. That's fucking sick. And the rest of my collection's at someone else's house. So who's your who's your favorite? I'm a big Marvel person. Like big, you like Marvel. Well, back in the day I was a huge X Men, like yeah. Chris Claremont, you know. Classic X Men shit. Mm. This day day and age, I read a lot of image. A lot of image comics. Okay. The reason being, when you have an ongoing serial, serialized story, no matter what it is, if it goes on for 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 fucking years, 
at some point, shit gets retconned, shit gets diluted. Yeah, true. You just true. can't still tell a good story for that length of time. No, no matter how compelling the characters are, no how compelling some storylines are, at some point, the story has to end. And that's why I like what Image is doing these days is there's a bunch of really good stories that are not intertwined with other characters in the same universe. They're their own fucking arc. Okay. Brubaker Phillips does a lot of amazing shit. Okay. Have you ever read Criminal? Mm-mm. I got to check that out. Criminal's fucking phenomenal. Um, so Criminal's rad. Uh, they did a series called uh, Fatal. Okay. Which is awesome. It's kind of pulpy, uh, pulpy horror. Okay, I like that. Um, there's one that I'm spacing on the fucking name that I also loved. That it's about 1940s Hollywood. The fade out. The fade out. Okay. It's about two writers in 1940s Hollywood and like scandals with the studios and shit like that. Okay. So it's kind of true crime. It was well, not true crime, but it's kind of crime fiction. Okay. I gotta check that out. Criminal, huh? Yeah, that's just the shit by Brubaker and Phillips. Brubaker and Phillips. Okay. They all, I got introduced to Brubaker and Phillips by a series they did called Incognito. Okay. Which is a standalone series. The plot of it is this supervillain. It was a set, you know, was a target of assassination from his own side. Survives and is taken in by the good guys. They put him in witness protection, but they also nullify his powers. Oh shit! So he is just living a mundane life with no powers, and all of a sudden he figures out a way to get his powers back, and shit goes fucking sideways. That's amazing. Hey, have you heard of this new show, The Boys, coming oh. out? Have you ever read the comics? Uh, uh-uh. uh, I need to check them out right before I see the show. Yeah, yeah, I like. I super dope. Ha, the funny, like, it's funny you bring that up. I literally saw a billboard for the boys today on uh, La Brea. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. I saw it yesterday, two days ago. Anyway, holy shit! So, are you familiar with Garth Ennis? Mm-mm, no. Uh, did you ever read Hitman? Yes. Okay, that's Garth Ennis. Okay, so the I boys, am familiar with him. <laughs> the boys is this. Independent series he did for them. I uh, Well, not for them, but he did. The plot of the boys is there are these four guys that are employed by the U.S. government to maintain and control superheroes. Superheroes in this world are all either directly or indirectly government sponsored, or not government sponsored, corporately sponsored by a corporation that is a defense contractor that has its fingers in the U.S. government. That sounds like a fun fucking plot. On top of it, superheroes are fucking degenerates in this fucking world. That's awesome, too. They're all like super degenerates. That's awesome. It's going to be a dope show. It's got to be. If they fuck it up, it's going to be bad. The comic is so fucked up, I don't know if they could actually do it justice on Amazon. Okay. Well, we'll have to see, man. It just seems like a dope thing. And it's kind of fucked up if they're not doing it with Simon Pegg. Yeah, that's true. Well, so one of the characters in the comic, one of the main characters, they actually licensed Simon Pegg's likeness for the character. 
Okay. So yeah, they had they that would be. So it's really weird. It's like blasphemous. It's really weird that they're doing it without him. Yeah. It's like you originally licensed the fucking dude. Yeah. This what would be the point of doing it without him? But we'll see what happens. I, I think I look. I it looks really cool. It looks really cool. It is very fucking dark. I like that. I like dark shit. Yeah. It like it has Garth Ennis's fucking weird sense of humor, but it's fucking dark, just kind of like Hitman was. Okay. Cool. I hope it. I hope it works out. A lot of these shows get canceled early. You notice that? Eh, Amazon doesn't really cancel that much. Yeah, they had one show called The Last Tycoon that I was kind of digging on, and they canceled it. But I like shit like that. Like I like old, I like stuff from like the '40s and like that vibe. You know what I mean? Like the '30s, the '40s, the, all that. '20s. I was read the fade out. You'll like it. The fade out. Yep. Okay. I'll check that out for sure. Yeah, it was cool, man. I uh, speaking of Marvel, like playing fucking Deadpool last year was fucking. This is one of the dopest experiences, man. It was really fucking cool. I love that shit. Because getting to do that meta shit is just fucking... Just breaking the fourth wall. Oh, my God. And just, like, we got to do porn, shit about, like, joke about porn, shit about the comics, shit about fucking mainstream. Like, I went in. Like, it was, you know. And it, I, you know, I ended up, it uh, fortunately ended up winning for it. So, it was pretty cool. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Deadpool's just, like, to me, was just... I mean, he just says everything everybody wants to say. You know what I mean? Deadpool is one of those characters that it all depends on who's writing him. For sure. 100%. We got really lucky. It was kind of crazy that actually when we wrote the, when the script was written, um, we just, it, it was like we were writing it like, Axel was writing it like the night before each day of shooting. So we didn't, the day before, so I'd get the, the thing the day before. And people were like, how do you know all this? I was like, I don't know. I put that fucking mask on and it's just on. It's just <laughs> fucking on, dude. It's just so dope. You know what I mean? I just, it, it, I think that's why it like transcended it. Because it was just, the movie in general, the regular movie, it's like, you know, you don't, you don't really see anything like that. You see people fuck around. Well, the fact that they did such a great job of fucking around. The fact that they got it made off a of test footage that Fox wasn't even going to green light it. No, not at all. And then they had that test footage and they're like, oh, well, shit. The reaction's so good, I guess we'll green light And then they gave them no fucking budget and they still managed to make an amazing movie. And that's a thing that needs to happen more often. There needs to just be good storytelling. You don't need a fucking huge budget to make a good movie. It's 100% true. It's crazy because I, I would I say like, I mean, we've made adult films that are, you know, when we made last year, we made this movie called Possession of Mrs. Hyde. It was all in black and white cinemascope. It one movie of the year, and it was like, I mean, it doesn't look like a porn movie. And we didn't. I mean, I, I'm not 100 percent sure what the budget was, but I know damn well it wasn't anything like they're getting in Hollywood. It probably wasn't even the budget of an Indian Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, I mean, you know, if you've seen it, it's like it's it's pretty unreal that what we shot it for, you know. Well, and that's just how porn rolls. I had a buddy of mine who's a actual like mainstream set dresser. He's like, "Yo, was it paid to set dress a porn?" I'm like, <laughs> "Don't bother, man." Yeah, like you're doing mainstream work. Half the time, the person set dressing a porn set is either the director or the camera operator. Well, that's the crazy thing. It's like you get some people that come into porn that are that have you know been in mainstream, and they, it's like they're overcompensating and not realizing that you know. They don't have to do as much. And then you go to a mainstream set and there's someone working to do everything. Someone who sets up the light, someone who sets up to set up the light, who does... Someone plugs in the light. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like there's something for everything. Now it's like, you know, you got like a lot of one-man bands out here. It's like fucking... 
It's pretty crazy. Well, and anyone who wants to get into porn these days, I feel like you really need to be a one-man band. Oh, yeah. If you want to get in, like, shooting mainstream porn, I guess mainstream porn content. For sure. Well, if you're new in the industry and you're not necessarily getting booked all the time, you need to just start pumping out your own content. Yeah, totally. It's hard. It's just, you know, nowadays the content thing is like, I, I, I like it that the talent that we all have, like the ability to make our own money. And uh, if you're new, you can do it as well. But it's still, I don't know, there's something about being on a set that's just like, you can't really, I don't know, it's just not the same. You know? Well, definitely being on a set is the goal. But if you're not being booked to be on a set. Yeah, no, seriously, you got to get on that. Well, if you can build your brand through yourself, you'll get on a set. I mean, for fuck's sake, you have girls like uh, Jenny Blythe, who's just a cam model, who's, you know, got fucking recognized during, well, I didn't go to ABN this year, but like two years ago, they had her on like how many of the fucking flyers? And well, yeah, much? cam models are, it's the shit right now. I mean, like even the AVN magazine, like it's like AVN and on the front now is an AVN porn girl. And then on the back is cam star. It's like, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's like, but that's all self-promotion. Yeah, exactly. It's all self-promotion. They, they did completely built their whole thing on their own. It's crazy. Yeah, most cam girls don't have a marketing team behind them. They don't have a PR person. Yeah, and most of them don't ever have to do like real, like regular porn. They're just like good, you know. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, I live in a place that costs the fraction of Los Angeles, making LA money. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like fucking my partner and diddling myself. Well, it's become now a thing where, you know, I think back back when it was like a bigger deal to like be it, you know on camera porn star and that was like this infamous thing you know and now it's it's completely attainable you know so because of that the more places you're put it's almost like de- like detrimental to you like where a cam girl oh i'm only here they have to like only go to one place that's why it, i think it's been well and i've said this many times i think camming is really the future of the biz because you no one's gonna pirate a personal experience when that cam girl is talking to Seth, no one who's not named Seth is going to fucking want to pirate that. No, I don't think so. No, because the, the, the experiences keep coming. I think that's why, like you said, like shooting your own content is such a, th- a thing now because you can have all these experiences over and over again. That's why I think like the platform of a Snapchat platform is, does so well because it's a continuous thing. It's like, okay, you watch this for this long. Now it's gone keep watching it oh what's next it's like their own adventure that they get to experience through the performer and it's all for me yeah yeah no and you can even thousands pay. of other people paying but yeah and they can all pay to like get them to say their names and fucking do all the weird shit they want them to do it's fucking crazy it is it is i mean it's not like what i mean that i you know that unattainable porn star vibe is gone you know i think that's why there's no more like quote unquote like there are there are some, but it's not like the porn star of the well the day. But there's also not like vivid contract girls and digital no. playground contract girls. Like no, there's there's there. I mean, no. I mean, there are some contract stars. Don't yeah, get me wrong. There are, but for the most part, they're not put on the pedestal that contract girls back in the day were. No, it's not a thing. Like you're not going to go to like an AVN show and, and I mean, it was like you walk in and there's like a fucking entire. I mean, there still is, but it's not like. It, but it's not right. contract stars. Yeah. It's not. No, like they all just pick their the girls they want on there. Right, I remember back in the day, like 
any of the promotional stuff, like that girl was signed to Wicked, Adam and Eve, Vivid. I mean, even go take it further, like Jill Kelly Productions, fucking. There's all types of fucking. Con- every there was all these companies that had contract. I mean, fucking Terravision had contract girls. Fucking, it was all. It was different. It's just yeah. different. It's like, oh hey, you're special. We want to lock you down. Yeah, yeah. Now it's it's just evolved into something else. You know, I think there's always like you know the people that are like, oh, the business is you know dying and da da da. I'm like, I just think it's just changed. It's changed. It's changed to a you know more one on one experience between the end user and the girl. Yeah, yeah. They want that interaction. They don't want to just see you fuck on film and fantasize it's them. They want to hear you say their fucking name. Yeah. Yep. They, they want you to personally fulfill their fantasy. 100%. Not what some director or some writer feels that the audience's fantasy is. Yep. It's fucking insane. We almost made it the whole show. I know. I just fucking, of course. <laughs> Everybody's. Texting it's on me. camera. It's Everybody on ca- texting me now at fucking. What do you got? Go back on set? No, I fuck no. But yes, this <laughs> the, it would not be new that there's someone on who needs me on set at fucking. I've been on set. The latest I've ever done is six a.m. from fucking nine a.m. to six a.m. What the fuck happened there? That was you know just one of those days. Um, I'm pretty sure it was. I think it was an Adam and Eve movie. It was Wizard of Oz, Triple X. <laughs> I think me and Maddie O'Reilly did a scene at 4.45 in the morning. I played the pimp. How did that get into A Wizard of Oz? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no. I, I thought you just played a flying monkey. I mean, no, no. Why is there not a flying monkey gangbang in that so you know movie? How, like, you know how, like, Dorothy in the real movies, like, you know, there's the, the part before she, she, it, it, she doesn't go into the the area of Oz. She's like in Kansas or whatever. Right. So I'm like one of the characters in Kansas, but like in the Oz, I was a pimp and I pimped out her mom and everything. It was like really weird. And I ended up fucking her and trying to pimp her out too. It was just weird. Yeah. That's odd writing. Yeah. We'll ride her baby. <laughs> <laughs> I still stand by. There should be a flying monkey gangbang. I don't know how there hasn't been a flying monkey gangbang. Get her my pretties. Yeah. My buddy just did a, uh, he did his first scene actually, and he did it as a, they did like an Alice in Wonderland joint, and he, he was like, it was like him and four cards. They all were like cards, and they fuck Alice. Or like, Where's the Queen the, of Hearts and all queen, that? The Queen of Hearts, sorry. They fucked the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. So they all had, they were all, uh, they were all cards fucking the Queen of Hearts. Yeah. And someone is masturbating to that. Yeah. It's pretty uh, interesting. I think, I mean, it's cool. Hey, I'm not here to kink shame. It's just not what I jerk off to. No. What do you jerk off to? Very vanilla shit. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm into, you know, pretty classic vanilla porn. I'm into, you know, big tits, solo boy-girl scenes, and, you know. That's awesome, man. And without people I know in real life. That must be hard. It is. Yeah. My rule of thumb is I don't jerk off to people in real life that I know in real life unless I've actually been inside them. Well, the occasional like three times a year I actually get to masturbate. Yeah, that that usually consists of a POV movie. So I don't have to worry about it. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like girls I know. Like 
Yeah. Unless I've been inside them, I don't jerk off to them. You jerk off to girls you have been inside of? Yes. Because then I'm just recreating a memory. Well, in that standpoint, wouldn't you not have to like use the porn? Can you just like go back into the bank? Yeah, but the porn helps. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. The, the, you're like, I remember that moan. That was that moan. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel that. It's a, a man's got to have a code. It might be an odd code, but... <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I don't... Uh... So it's a lot of Euro girls. Like, oh, I'll never meet that girl. Everybody in porn jerks off to Euro porn. It's funny because they can't... Or like hentai porn or tentacle porn or yeah i'm not into the tentacle porn it's got to be real people yeah yeah but i'm never gonna meet fucking Susie gala or yeah no no yeah and if i did she's spanish i don't even know if she speaks english she'd be like cool nice meeting you (laughs) no it's so true man it's hard especially if we're in the business trying to find people like oh i haven't seen that oh i haven't seen that oh i haven't seen that oh i know them i know them fuck Man, it's a struggle. It is. It's, it's an struggle. absolute struggle. And especially because I do get a fair amount of like newer performers on here. It's like, oh, cool. I've gotten to know you before you even really get scenes out. So I'll never get a chance. Yeah, now it's over. It's done. Fucked it all up. You got you to keep them off here, man. <laughs> Sorry, audience. I do it for you. I do it for you guys. See, he's a selfless man over here. Selfless. 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 Completely selfless. No. <laughs> Not in this lifetime. <laughs> Oh shit, man. Nothing bums me out more though. It's like actually meeting someone that, you know, I was attracted to, I did jerk off to, and then meeting them in real life, like, oh, you kind of suck. Oh, that's the worst, man. And that's the worst, not just with sex. That's the worst with like maybe even like you meet like a fucking athlete or celebrity you might have thought was cool, and then you meet them and they're kind of a dick. Or, you know, you meet a chick that you're like, oh my God, I fantasized about you, and then you meet them and you're just like, oh, wow. That's over. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh man. I spent all those years. <laughs> like, I w- Aww. It's, uh, it's the worst. It is the fucking worst. Uh, so the rule of thumb is just don't build expectations of people you don't know. No, yeah, exactly. Expectations are a motherfucker. Expectations are what fucking kill. If you have no expectations, you can't be let down. Exactly. No expectations is such a beautiful thing, man. It's hard to have. Easier though. said than done. Yeah, totally. It's hard to have no expectations. I struggle with it. I try not to have them, though. I actually catch myself. Is that an expectation? Okay. All right, expectation. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Where the brain goes. In reality, I keep low expectations, so when things go right, it's like, oh, hey, pleasantly surprised. I do the same thing. That is so me. I'm just like, if I keep them low, I'm good. I'm good. It always seems to work out. Is that just a Jewish thing? I think so, Is that just just, something Jews do? Yeah, we're just used to the shit. Like, oh, hey, some dictator may want to stick us in an oven. Meh, I expected that. Hey, it got done slower than I thought. <laughs> it's like, Not quite as efficient in German as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> right, dude? It's so funny. It's so true, though, man. It's so true. We're like the fucking optimist pessimist. <laughs> Optimistic pessimist. Fucking A, dude. It's such a Jewish thing. We just have, we're just ingrained certain ways. It's weird. It it just comes with the territory. Did I mean, you? from a very young age, we got our dick chopped at a very young age. Everything's gone downhill since then. I'm I'm glad that it happened then. Well, yeah, they gave me a little wine. It was fine. Yeah. They the the the, the rabbi, rabbi rabbi did me didn't do a bad job. 
My shit doesn't look all butchered and shit, so I'm good. Mine looks like a Picasso. That's amazing. That's what they keep telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Can you drink more? What? I'm not funny enough? I don't know. I see how it is. Okay. No, I just... just uh, It's just sitting there. It looks lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. I can do this all day. Well, you're good to talk to. I will have you do it on another occasion because it's about time for last call, actually. Good shit, man. Cool. So, Seth Gamble, where can we find you on the social medias? At Seth Gamble Triple X on Twitter. Seth Gamble PS on Instagram. PS? Yeah, like Seth Gamblips. <laughs> I don't know why that happened, but I made it when, before I actually cared about Instagram. That's why it was that. You know, you can change it, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe eventually. I uh, don't care to. That's where it is. Seth Gambles. 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 Um, I have an OnlyFans.com, Seth Gamble Triple X. Um, and, uh, don't expect many masturbation scenes. They only happen three times a year. Yeah, no, no. I'll do like momentary ones, but, and then, yeah. There's stuff on there. There's, there's photos and videos with girls and shit. You know, I do my best on there, but, uh, yeah, that's about it, man. Um, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans. You playing out anytime soon? Can people come see you rap live? I will post it on, on social network when it happens, but right now I'm just uh, continuing to lay pipe on camera. No bars, just pipe. Just pipe. I'm planning on getting back in the studio, though, for sure. But yes, everybody will be, it will be announced when I get back on stage, for sure. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt Evan Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. (laughs) 